Comedy podcast in Greenville, South Carolina. My name's David. It's the week of March 13th, 2023. I uh, hope you enjoyed that opening song by the Nasty Hooks. Nasty Hooks. Promoted them before, but uh, that is a band by uh, Travis Thubman and uh, uh, shoot, what's his partner's name? Christian something. I think. Uh, <laughs> Travis Thubbin. And I uh, I talked to Travis and uh, I asked, hey, dude, uh, I kind of wanted to like start using some different original music. Would you mind if I like use some of the Nasty Hook songs? And he said, yeah. So uh, I and he, if this we I should pay him for it. He said, let, let me use it for free. So as long as YouTube doesn't flag it, we're going to jam out to the Nasty Hooks. Check it out. There's a link below for the Nasty Hooks. Um, their music is hilarious. Um and and good and just yeah flip it on in the car check out the nasty hooks they got some info uh youtube channel stuff on Bandcamp. um and i also did want to promote something right out of the gate so um next sunday a week from yesterday um march 19th cody hughes is taping a comedy special uh this is at the katawa katawa brewing Look at the poster at 6 p.m. in Asheville, South Slope, Asheville. Ticket link is below. Um, the reason I promote it is Cody is uh, is great. I mean, he's one of the uh, top comics in the upstate and the Carolinas. Extremely talented, but he also is not huge on self-promotion. He kind of, I mean, he, he does promote, but he's kind of one of these guys that like doesn't like to be, you know, too in your face about it. He's, he's more modest than uh, he should be because his comedy is outstanding. And it's going to be fantastic. Whoever, you know, I'm sure there'll there'll be like a link to to watch or buy the special afterwards. But the live taping, I want to have people there and uh, make sure it's a good time. Um, So, yeah, check it out. I'm going to be driving up there. If you're a Greenville comic, you want a carpool or whatever. um, Come on up. Um, Hit me up. We can drive together if I like know you and stuff. But, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll yeah, I have three seats in my car. So anyway. Um, I'm very excited about our guest today. We have a good week of comedy. My guest today, Amelia Nelson. Um, in honor of National Women's Month, we have another lovely lady. Uh, Amelia is is great. I've known her for uh, some time since uh, she started comedy or since I started comedy like two and a half years ago. But we never had a lot of good extended conversations or she would say we never hang out david we don't have good conversations and we kind of just had you know in passing we talk a little bit but i'm so happy we got to talk for like two hours today she is amazing um she's from marietta south carolina not georgia she grew up on a farm she was a teen mom and now a mother of five so she's a hard-working mom and a hard-working comic um, she runs a weekly open mic at Sharky's Pub along with Cali Pazifume. That's every Tuesday night downtown Greenville at 8 o'clock. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed talking to Amelia. Because yeah, like I said, we didn't talk a lot. We hadn't talked a lot in depth and Amelia would give me crap for that. She's like, why don't we ever hang out? And I was like, I don't know. We just haven't yet. But we had such a good conversation. We talked about our first impressions of each other. Um, 
got to know, um, we talked a lot about dating, a lot of in-depth talks like this conversation. I really, really enjoyed. And, um, um, and we, we just, uh, yeah, the hour, the two hours flew by and some really interesting about, you know, being a mom lessons she's learned, um, in relationships and dating talked about, um, Southern women, why Southern women intimidate me. Um, Amelia shares why you don't want to be the ugliest person walking into a room. Um, talk about tons of stuff, but it really, uh, really nice conversation. Talked about comedy, talked about young comics getting better. Um, and people we know in the Greenville scene, so a lot of shout-outs. Uh, but yeah, I think you'll enjoy the interview. Um, and uh, definitely check out Amelia. She's uh, Her links are below. Follow her. Check out her mic on Tuesdays. And I hope you enjoy it. All right. Before we get to the interview, though, here's what's going on this week in local comedy, the week of March 13th, 2023. So tonight we have Coffee Underground, hosted by No Expectations Comedy. It's a 7 o'clock show. Comics get there at 6 o'clock or earlier to sign up. Hosted by Travis Thubbin, Craig Holcomb. Tuesday, Sharky's Pub. It's Mike I just mentioned. It's 8 o'clock. Comics sign up at 7, 7.30. Um, Amelia Nelson hosting along with Callie Passafume. Um, also on Tuesday with the Art Bar in uh, Columbia. That's an 8.30 show hosted by Patrick Fowler. Also on Tuesday, we have the Odd in Asheville hosted by James Herod. That's a 9 o'clock show. On Wednesday, we have Radio Room, hosted by Adam Schulte, 8.30 show. DM Adam for a spot. Also on Tuesday, we have Tom Emmons, Swamp Rabbit Comedy, open mic at the VFW Post 9273 in Piedmont, 6 p.m. sign-up, 6.30 show. Also on Wednesday, we have the Disclaimer Open Mic in Asheville at 8 o'clock, hosted by Carrie Goff. Thursday, we have Jokes Out Loud at the Comedy Zone, 8 o'clock show, $10 cover. Sign-up for that is every Sunday, um... At 5 o'clock on the Jokes Out Loud Facebook page. This Friday, we have All Jokes Aside at Habiba's Mediterranean Restaurant at 9 o'clock, hosted by Dante Anderson. And this weekend at the Comedy Zone, we have Sean Jones. Um, he's got two shows this Friday at 7 and 9, and two shows this Saturday at 6 and 9. Tickets available at greenvillecomedyzone.com. And next Sunday, one more shout-out, Cody Hughes Comedy Special Taping. Next Sunday, 6 o'clock at Catawaba Brewing. Catawba Brewing, 6 p.m. South Slope, Asheville. Ticket link below. Uh, watch Cody along with uh, James Herod and Marlene Thompson who are opening for him. That'll be lit. Lit. All right, whatever. Um, anyway, that's it for local comedy. I hope you guys have a great week, and I hope you enjoy my interview with Amelia Nelson. Here it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we're starting with the okay. mic. Okay, we're talking about Dumb and Dumber. dumber. Yeah, Dumb and mm-hmm. Dumber. And being dumb as a kid and watching it and thinking it's the best movie ever and then realizing like all the sexual stuff in it. It is the best movie ever. It is the best movie. Wait, wait. So when you were a kid, you didn't know the scene where, hmm. uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Dumb and Dumber since 1993. If you haven't seen it. 30 years. I think that yeah. makes me feel so fucking there's, old. There's a, yeah, I know. Me too. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my favorites. But the scene when Mary Swanson, he's mm-hmm. dreaming about her taking off her top. Yeah, her bra. Her and and there's boobies. blinking blinking lights. You didn't yeah, know that was... I didn't, it didn't occur to me that it was like a sexual thing. <laughs> really? No. I guess I was a late bloomer blink, sexually, yeah. Blink. Blink, yeah, but I didn't you get it. You were a late bloomer sexually, huh? No, obviously not. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought, like in my head, like that time. But when it happened, then no, obviously, because mm-hmm. I was teen mom. Yes, teen yeah. mom. Teen That's mom. That's great. Well, before we get into all that, mm-hmm. Amelia Nelson. Now well, Nelson, yes. Now Nelson. I I mm-hmm. always think of you as Amelia Maccabee, Maccabee first. I know. I don't know. I feel like someone said something the other night that I thought was pretty cool. They said. Ooh, Amelia put you in a full Nelson. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I was like, oh, I've heard of that, but I didn't. Who made that, who made that joke? I don't know. Some dude they were calling the rat man. Oh, was it a comedy thing? Yeah, at Asheville Music Hall. Asheville Music Hall? Yeah, you actually seen him go up. He had the, he was talking about Ratatouille or something. He's like, oh. you should say, put him in a full Nelson. Um, give it up for Amelia. Put him in a full Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> I was like, I don't even, is that like a headlock thing? I think it's like a wrestling move. Isn't it like a, a leg? Like where they wrap? Their, I don't know. Something don't like know. that. I never Jake got into Manning. that. You know, Jake Manning's like a professional wrestler. He would know. Mm-hmm. So. Are you violent? Me? Yeah. You ever put anybody in a headlock? No. No? I've punched somebody though. Oh. I've slapped somebody. You strike me as somebody you wouldn't want to get on their bad side. Really? Yeah. Is it because I'm like, redneck white trash partially and i talk about that Mm. is it that no i've been told i'm not intimidating at all really yeah i don't know what makes me intimidating that's what i need to know maybe it's to me in particular because i'm afraid of southern uh women oh you bold be nuts bold yeah bold bold. no so all southern women intimidate you um no but like a lot of them have like uh I don't know. They're very strong. They're very like, and I think they think I'm stupid and I just get afraid that they're like just judging me. Passively. No, we think Southern men are stupid. Do, what do you, what do you, what do Southern women think of guys from the Midwest? Dumb. Are you referring to yourself? <laughs> yes. No, no. Uh, Kinda. Hmm. Are you, you asking me what I think about you? Because we've never had a, really any personal conversations or whatever. Actually, it was funny. I actually told some people, and this is downplaying myself a bit, but I said, I don't really feel that smart because like really all I am is a mom. And I was like, it was crazy listening to you and your comedy has gotten so much better since I met you. <laughs> I was I was laughing. I was like, wow, give David some fucking credit. He's funny. It was horrible. No. Thank you for saying that. No, it was Thank really you so good. Much for saying um that. That's very I enjoyed sweet. it. And even making fun of the South, I was like, that is so true. Mm. Um it's meant to be playful. I don't actually I don't actually dislike any Southern people. I do. Uh, My family. Yeah. Well, some I sure I'm, I'm sure there's some Southern people that suck, but I don't want to be like borderline mm-hmm. or like prejudiced across the board no you're allowed to be but i did want to return the the compliment um we just hung out last night at Asheville music hall or i saw did you we there. hang out god damn it we were, we were in <laughs> passing we were not hanging out okay oh it's not hanging out do you want to hang out more <laughs> i don't have much to do so normally like plans got canceled love you callie love you cassandra mm-hmm. but you ditched me so um <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i'm doing right. um well, what I was going to say, though, uh, you went up right before me last night. and I know. I was fan- not. I was scared. You were, were you scared? I'm sober now. Congratulations on being sober. And I wasn't high. So that was even more scary. But you did fantastic. You like, think? I, I know. I, yeah, I know. Um, so I don't we- eat shit. Look, David said, I don't eat shit. So if you've seen me eat shit. 
I mean, just like just me. like you said, you've seen my comedy get better. Like I've yeah. seen your comedy get better. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, but same thing. You know, you host, uh, and also a good shout out. Good time to shout this out. But Sharkies, the new um, uh, female hosted open mic on Tuesday nights. You're one I of the hosts hot. there. You were high that night. I was stoned. When I, <laughs> I forgot to tell my name. I was well, like, oh. When no. I saw you host there, I was like, wow. You think? Mm-hmm. And the thing that impressed me about your uh, stage presence and everything was how calm you seemed. How very calm, very chill, moving, mm-hmm. moving through the jokes. Um, oh, uh, thank punch you. Lines every and like you know, even I don't want to spoil any jokes, but what are some of the? What is your favorite ones? Is it because I name my vagina Margaret? Well, that was (laughs) yeah. Naming your vagina mature did did not. It was very funny, and it did not come across like oh my god. Like it was no, yeah, yeah, Yeah. okay, absolutely, very relatable. Um, I saw there was a when you talked about being a mom, there was another mom sitting, Mm -hmm. you know, and I saw her perk up, and everybody, you know, everybody enjoyed your set, and I think the um, I was impressed because it's not easy at that Asheville Music Hall. You went third. And yeah. I went fourth. Mm-hmm. And those early spots are not easy because no. people are just coming in. Confused. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic mic. And it's actually really fun. I hope you get to come back. I've done it you, several times. D- yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. I talked about my butthole. <laughs> did you, when you've gone up the other times, when, where were you in the lineup? Mm-hmm. Were you in the heart of it? Because if uh, you go up in the middle of that lineup, it is great. Yeah. I've like, I've got some of my best sets recorded there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I love going up there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Greenville sucks or anything like that, but for me personally, um, I feel like it's harder. I, I, I think what of it, what it is is because when I'm in Greenville and it's hometown, I'm just like, I'm going to try new stuff. I'm going to practice. And then when I go out of town, I'm like, I'm going to use like my big hitters and yeah. refine it. So the people's like, Oh, she's really funny. Like getting off stage and having Hillary be like, and she, I was like, what the fuck? I yeah. was like, this made me feel really good. Absolutely. And then like you said that, that meant a lot. And then yeah. even Alexis was like, yeah, good job. And I was like, I'm not a loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. So, of course yeah. not. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's definitely come a long way, I think. Um, yes. And- I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you. I've seen people get better, even the newbies and everybody, and it's nice to see growth. Yeah, absolutely. Who's your favorite newbie? Favorite newbie? Ah, There's always an interesting thing about new people. The the dude that, I don't even know what was, Will, Will, what was it? Will Kelly? No, no, no. the, The doctor that was there at Sharky's. Will Kelly is a doctor. Yeah, he is a doctor too. But There's another, another Will. doctor named Will. You seen him go up at Sharky's at the very end, and he had oh. a really good never. Oh, that guy! He had the long yeah. hair. If he, he's, friends he's with. gonna be fun to watch if he does do it. Is he friends with Jill? Who's he friends no, with? No, Meredith. Meredith. Yeah, Meredith. Right. I oh. love Meredith too. She has some good stuff. Yeah. Um. Speak. Yeah, Meredith is a sweetheart. Yeah. Uh. She's oh, great. she's so funny. Yeah. Some her, of her stuff that she just. She was telling me about herself. Sorry, Meredith. And I was like, really like took him back because I have some health problems, but she had some. I was like, that is fucking crazy. Yeah, because Meredith, yeah. does she have other health problems beyond she's legally blind? Mm-hmm. Um, but she had a stroke. Oh, I didn't know that. She was only like 11 or 12. 
And okay. she said she had some vascular stuff going on in her head and that built up pressure. Yeah. And then it burst. Mm-hmm. So she went in a coma or something and she had to like, that's what made her go blonde. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're a fucking walking legend. Yeah. Like, that's fucking crazy. For sure. She's, yeah, she's very, um, I feel like she's very smart. Mm, and, very. And very dry delivery and very like, you know. Very uh, smart. Mm-hmm. Like you're very smart. I was listening to you and like Callie has like this whole like hippie life, you know, and like traveling mm-hmm. and like, I'm not going to lie sometimes like some of the shit she's saying and then I'll hear Meredith and like, I'm, I know I'm Southern dumb at this point. Cause I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck y'all are saying. I'm just going to sit over here and go, <laughs> yep. Bold peanuts. Bold pe- <laughs> uh, yeah. I just need me some bold penis to suck on while I listen to this conversation. <laughs> I feel dumb. I mean, you like those, huh? Yes. And I was not joking. Like, that's completely fine. Like that. It is funny. It is well, humorous. And you're right about a lot of it and how people I, are. I, I have. Well, I think I told you, I have to confess. I've never actually had them. I've never eaten them. Are you fucking serious? No, because they gross me out. I feel like I get the idea, oh my dude. God, what's it's, gross? it's just peanuts. No, what's gross is when they put them in pet, what, Coke? That's fucking nasty. Oh, well, that's gross. That is nasty. But, you seen like, that? I see them at the gas station with a little scooper and like you look in that thing and it's like just been sitting there all day and like they're just like mm. soggy. Like No, you got to have them when they're fresh because, okay, I grew up on a farm. You didn't know that. So I know everything about everything as far as fruits and veggies. And okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we also did our bold peanuts. Mm. Big fact. I bet they were fucking horrible no they were fucking great <laughs> my papa always made him the night before and then he scooped out and threw and like yeah it's it's so redneck but we would throw them out for the bears and like for the bears the bears because you want them big and fat so when if it's season time you can shoot the bear and then make jerky wait so you lured the bears in with boiled peanuts and rotten fruit yeah okay now Gross, I know right? bears are dumb very they stupid. Like <laughs> they like boiled peanuts and they like rotten fruit. Um, no, just... Yeah. Wait. So you? Okay. Yeah. So you shoot the bear? Were you? Were? I didn't what, shoot the bear. Was your family scared of bears? No. No. Were they a threat ever to like? No. My papa would just go out and shoot the gun in the air, and they would run off. And okay. sometimes they didn't give a shit. They was like, "We're eating. We're here." Mm-hmm. So, so is this farm in Marietta? Yes, it the is. The infamous Marietta that you yes. reference in your set. It's horrible. Not Marietta, Georgia. No, not. I'm like, is, nope, I wish. Which is what I instantly thought. Every Everybody thinks I, that. And I it, that makes the joke work because they think, because Marietta is so small and so shitty. No mm-hmm. one, if you think of Marietta, you think I'm going to get drugs from there. Right. Instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, and one person at coffee said, Oh, I know what you're. I know what you're talking about. And they're like, "Yeah, I seen someone who only had a tooth, <laughs> a In tooth, Marietta, a yes, single tooth? a single tooth." Wow. Um. So, and another thing that happened, I think, is pretty funny, is I personally feel like I don't sound super southern, and I don't think that what Not is announcing super. it. No, There's a hint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not full blown stupid, and um. <laughs> And I had this guy who came to me. He was like, I can't understand what you're saying. And you don't like your mouth doesn't move like all the other Southern women. But he was like, but when you really think about it, it's kind of like Shakespeare. I was like, oh, because you're saying that people have to learn how to talk Southern as actors. And he was like trying to play it off. I'm like, no, you're just you're trying to be nice. But you basically called me stupid without <laughs> saying it. Like you called uh, me fucking stupid, but it's fine. How stupid is he if he can't understand you? Your Southern accent is not hard to understand. 
I don't think it like was clicking. And then head. he tried to. You're at it, comedy. Like, no, it's, it's Shakespeare. It's uh. No, I was like, you're trying to make it sound way prettier uh-huh. than what a southern accent is, but. Mm. He was like, I couldn't, I can't hear you. I'm like, you can't hear me because there's a band and then there's comedy. Like yeah. you're trying to blame that this on was, an accent. Was this recent? Last this, night. This was last night? Yeah. Which guy said it? I don't know. I don't remember his name. I suck with names, but he had a bald head and like a hippie hat on. Mm. Yeah. Was he a comic? No, I don't think he was. Oh, okay. There's so, so many people. I don't really know. just an Asheville know. dude then. It was an Asheville dude. <laughs> It's always so funny because there's always some man that's like, oh, can I buy you a drink? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't drink. Did you see that guy that was standing around us? The Ben? He, mm. he was an older gentleman with long gray hair and a, and a gray beard. He was very old. Did he have, I think he had short hair. Um, a button up? Maybe he did have short hair. But I he had he, the beard and he was white. Like, was it white or gray? White hair. Like, white. I don't know. And uh, yeah, he just sidled up and started mm. having conversations about comedy. That was weird. And it was cool. I mean, no, it's it was, fine. I'll it talk to creepy. a guy about it. But it it's creepy. As, it's weird as a, as a, you know, as a woman, you know. It was weird. I seen him. <laughs> he wasn't like, it was slightly creepy because he wasn't a fucking comic. Yeah. So I don't know why he why was. Why he was lingering with the comic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm old. I want to be cool. Yeah. I'm exactly. just here. Exactly. It was like that. I wanted to be weird and be like, can I buy you a beer? Yeah. Mm, that would have made his night. He'd have been like, oh, man. Like, oh. Easy. I'm married. Kids. I'll buy you a beer. No. Yeah. I no. I like talking to people that are uh, curious. And, old. Mm-hmm. Old. Yeah, dude. I think about old people sometimes. You know. Um. I watched this YouTube video once that Did talked you? about. Oh uh, yeah. I watch. <laughs> Men watch a lot of YouTube. I heard of YouTube. You like YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, this is. They said this about old people. They interviewed people about. Uh, what's hard about being old or things they regret or something. And this one guy drugs was so, yeah. Regret the drugs. <laughs> drugs or yes. Need more drugs. <laughs> but this one guy was like, mm. he was, he was very unhappy and very bitter. And he said, when you get over a certain age, you are invisible to people. No, you're Nobody not. cares. Nobody even looks at you. And he looked very, I was like, Bro, <laughs> is that why they fart and they don't give a shit? Probably they're just trying to get attention. <laughs> they're like, I don't care. Like, yeah, Whatever. I'll just shit my pants and see if anybody <laughs> notices. Fuck the world, dude. Being old, dude, I can sucks. shit myself. They make pants for that now. Yeah, I don't briefs. know. You can't call them diapers. You got to call them briefs. Briefs. Mm-hmm. Mm. You'll make them really mad in the nursing home if you call them diapers. Yeah, I might just shit my pants for attention when I'm old. You know what that popped in my head? I'm like going off the deep end. But they was something like road. What was all the back in the day where they would put a bunch of strangers in a house? Oh, road. Road, road rules. rules. Is that what it was? Real world. Real world. <clears throat> and they was like one of the girls that got drunk and actually brought briefs and was like, ah, dare me to pee in it. And they were like, what? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this like, is what people do. Like, I brought these for this. Just to pee in. Like, this is, I'm drunk. Let's get these and piss in them. <laughs> That's I don't fucking that's know. That's funny. That'd be really devastating if you thought that was a good idea and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I, I brought I, these. I want to do this cool thing. I want to piss. Would you do it? No. Well, if someone paid you, would you do it? Back in my drinking days, I think I would. If somebody paid me, how much? I don't know. Mm. Would you ever pee in uh, a pull up? A, a diaper? Up? A breathe? Yeah. <laughs> the pull ups don't make Would you ever shit a diaper? No. I would not. What would it cost? No, <laughs> I would not shit. No. And then you had to like prove that you did it. So no. Yeah. <laughs> I 
DNA. Like have people smell like <laughs> No, that's fucking nasty. David, where did that come from? You and asked me first. No, these dude. conversations are I don't even know what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um but that's typically like I was told that I never directly answer a question. That yeah. I veer around it, yeah. but never actually answer it. Okay. Well, let me see if I if can. If you've not noticed. Do you think you'll do you think you'll be depressed about getting old? Fuck yeah, I already in, am. In a rut. Oh. Yes, I am. Please. How like, old are you? How old That's do you think I am? No, no. Girls. How old do you think I am? That's what women... How old do you think I am? Ah, I always ask that too. It's yeah, really? Like oh, don't fucking it. ask that question. That's... Don't. Uh, how old do you think Do you I answer am? it? I want you to say younger. No. Um, normally people I guess think around the correct age, normally for me. They don't go... 30? Yeah. See? Always this... Uh, and that, that's okay <laughs> because... And no offense to anyone that's younger than that, but you don't know. Like you're... Women that are younger don't. You think don't you think younger women are dumb? No, it's okay if you they're just dumb. not naive. They're naive and they're not as experienced. And the reason why I say that is because I was a teen mom, mm-hmm. and then I planned kids after that. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's just like a lot of. That's even so funny. Yeah, I'm not even saying sexually. That's why I had the joke about the rim job. <laughs> And it's just like... They don't know what they're doing sexually? No, I think... I mean, I think they're making their self come. Okay. But I don't think Women? they're just like... Yeah, I mean, okay. I think they know what they're doing, but like, I don't... Like, what do you mean? Like, by themselves? Like... Yeah. I think they, they, they got their vibrator game going? Ah, uh, I think you should be able to know what to do without a vibrator. Mm. You know? Uh, You're like, God, this conversation no, went this from No, great. I, don't, I just don't want to come across as fucking... Perverted. Right. No, but I'm just and saying, like, it takes growth. Sexual stuff. Growth, growth stuff. I'm just saying, like, in maturity level all around, like, physically, mentally, sexually, it takes time for that growth. To get to the rim job. I'm not, I would never do that on the first date. <laughs> I would be like, did you shower? That's really funny. That's really funny. I would never. I Rimba. would never I do would that. I would never do that on the, I have first, on the first date. I would say I would I would make a joke out of that. I would never you. do that. I would jo- I would never do that no. on the first date. Never. <laughs> never. Because you expect That's not us safe. to say never. That's not a safe way to go. Eating shit? No. Exactly. No. No. <laughs> David, how and how is this happening? How is these conversations? Have you ever had these conversations on a podcast? No, I don't think we've ever talked about rim jobs. This is fantastic. I'm different. I don't know if you've noticed that. A lot of people, if they describe me, they just say you're different. Odd. I'm Weird. Different. Uh, how did I'm I manage different. to have five kids? I'm different. Is that uh, a song? Um, yeah. No, I it's not. Who, I forget who, who sings, sings it. Who uh, sings it? Some like beautiful black woman. I'm I love different. how you slowly I'm said that. Different. Some um, beautiful um, black um, woman. Yeah. You know, like a, like, <laughs> a, like, a, like a Lizzo type, like a strong, confident. Mm-hmm. I don't need no man like Beyonce. Yeah. Maybe it's ja- a guy. I don't Jay-Z even know. cheated I, on I her. Did you know girl. that? Jay-Z cheated on her? No. Mm-hmm. How fucking shitty is that? Like, she's super fucking hot and he cheated on her. Dude, guys cheat. It's Why? crazy. They have like the hottest chick ever and they're just like, you know what? Yeah. My penis wants something different. Yeah. And often the girl that they cheat with is uglier. Mm-hmm. You know? It's weird. David Spade had a bit about this once. And he said that why do guys cheat? Like, why would guys, they have a beautiful woman at home. And uh, 
why would they cheat, especially with some other one? He said, you know, even if you have a steak, prime steak, perfect at home, sometimes you, you just want a cheeseburger. <laughs> why did I know it was going to be a fucking cheeseburger? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not a good joke. No, I get it. And but I'm not condoning it. I think it's very shitty. You um, know, I don't cheat in relationships. I haven't been in one in a while, but. You know, women, if they're going to cheat, they're going to find a man who is more financially better stable with money. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a money thing for sure. Really? Yeah. Normally older. Women are probably, if they're going to cheat, they're probably going to, I would assume if they're going to leave their husband or their boyfriend or fiance, it's going to be someone who's more financially stable. Or, and I'm not just saying that, mm-hmm. it's going to be because they got tired of repeating themselves and the dude not getting it. Yeah. In fact, Yeah. It's interesting, the fidelity mm. thing. I uh, It's different for men and women, I think. It is. But when women cheat, I almost always uh, blame the dude. Yeah. Because. For sure. <laughs> not always. <laughs> some women are. Or their are family. Crazy. Like there, there's a, I feel like there's some women that are like, maybe just, there's something not right and they'll cheat. What, do they get but dropped like, as a baby? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. I don't know why. In the but South, for sure. some women that are just like crazy. What do you do, what is crazy to you, David? Um, <laughs> what is crazy? I don't know. Like going through your phone when you're very asleep. Inconsistent communication. Like they'll be all over the place. Like one. Like you talk to them once, and they'll be very like uh, animated and um, hot, full of it. And then you talk to them. They're inconsistent. So then you talk to them again, and they're they're mad at you. Men are inconsistent. What are you talking about? I'm confused now. Guys are inconsistent too. I, I mean, like radical swings. Are you saying she's and, bipolar? Yeah, maybe. I'm bipolar. What the fuck are you trying to are say? Are you? <laughs> what are you saying, David? Amelia. I am. I have no shame in that. Um, oh, no. You you seem to be, if you if you are managing it very well. Um, yeah. But Drugs. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. well, anyway, what I was going to say is, I was going to make a point that favorable to women. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you honed in on the negative. <laughs> I guess somewhere it might be. But, like, most of the time, it seems like... If you really like look at the situation, mm-hmm. if a woman cheats, it's because the guy stopped, wasn't listening correct, or wasn't attentive to her or stopped dating her or, you know, and uh, I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I read a lot of relationship books. Really? <laughs> yeah. I would not expect that from you. Why? I mean, you're smart. Obviously, I think you're smart. And everything like that. But I just don't see most. I don't see men reading books on relationship. That's crazy. So I'm giving a lot of credit that you do. Well, there's like a couple did, of things. There's, there's also like this horrible dating and pickup stuff on YouTube where you it's more about trying to pick up girls, how to get them to hook up with you. Yeah, I read That's an article bad. that was pretty fucking shitty. I have a joke about it. Yeah, there's a whole thing. There's a whole pickup community online. I have <laughs> embarrassed to say I have watched some of that. But the uh, there's also David, the <laughs> and I just look over and it says respect David. <laughs> that's a Norm McDonald's. <laughs> I know, but it just says respect David. No, that, that's not the tone of the thing. It doesn't mean <laughs> respect David. That's no. all I could see though, and no, it was funny. Norm, Norm McDonald tweeted yes, that. Yes, okay. And he was saying thank you basically for because I I said I loved your book, and he oh. said respect David. And so you were so happy. It's not like, it's not like a command. No, I know, but it was just funny. It, it worked with what you were, whatever, what was we were Respect saying. Me. Yeah. No. So you do read. You have a bunch of books. Yeah. You're a reader. Yeah. That's good. Kind of. I don't kind read of. through all the books. Do you like to read? 
Um, I do, but then I found out about Audible, and I'm a piece of shit. So I listen to books now because no, I'm lazy. Fine. You're yeah, still getting the information. Yeah, it's good. I think so because mm-hmm. to get yeah, you're still focusing on it. Mm-hmm. I guess actual reading might be better. I, I don't know. Probably. I, I don't often. I'm not that good at reading through a whole book or reading. It really a lot. has to interest you. For sure, but dude. it's way easier just to YouTube it. Yes, it is. I figured. What kind of books do you like? Um, so funny. Um, I actually do. I actually listen to parenting books. Nice. How not to be a piece of shit parent, like That's my mother. Good. Yeah, like how to like. You know, like I'm not like gonna be like I'm a gentle parent, or that sounds bad, but like I try to like. I'm not reasoning, but explain like you're in trouble because you did this. Yeah. And so now you have to go sit in your room and think about it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk because kids like they can't focus. Mm-hmm. So like even like I homeschool. Hmm. Good for mm. you. Oh my! Is that a good thing? That's I actually a lot had of work. Had someone it's say fantastic. you're one of those. I was like, what is that supposed oh, to mean? Oh fuck that! That's just a cheap joke. That's like you're one of those homeschoolers are weird. no, but homeschooling's fine. Yeah. Schools nowadays are. She's gonna the be a best. comedian. She's gonna be a comedian. Yeah. Joke because all Do you the- homeschool <laughs> all your kids or just um no no um. The last one isn't old enough. Like, he's only four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, basically, like, the basic skills for him is, like, pooping in the toilet. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's, like, stop shit in your pants, man. And then there's, yeah. um, like, writing his name, like, trying to understand the alphabet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Adeline, she's homeschooled. She's seven. She's bossy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other three that are older. I actually have one that's going to be 18 in May. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. fucking weird whoa mm-hmm. 18 i would hate to that's bring her oldest? out and, yeah in public because old men are going to try to date her and shit yeah like leonardo yeah yeah what do you think about that <laughs> what do you, what don't do you, ask me this no what do you think about that i need to know because there's been some i hot topics on facebook okay what i don't it? care what people say i love leonardo dicaprio i love him too i think like I he's think a great actor i, I love him to death Date whoever he wants, and if he, um, you know, if if girls that are beautiful and and young want to date him, that's fine. Money. I would say money and symbolically, like what his status girl, probably isn't the girl he's dating like famous as well or some kind She's of. She's a model, exactly. I mean, they're all models, models and stuff. I think you know, I I would. Um, I couldn't say what I would do in that position. But just like, I mean, at his age, it'd be nice if he settled down. Probably, like, there's so much plastic surgery in the industry. Like, he could find a woman that was like near his age and still just as hot, though. In my opinion, yeah, Halle Berry, right? Did I say that her mm-hmm. fucking name right? I don't know. She's yeah. fucking beautiful and older yeah. and hot and everything. I mean, he just needs to like pick a young one and stay with her as she gets. He older. makes himself look shitty because he keeps. Yeah, do, do girls get offended them. by that? Yeah, that's fucking shitty. That's yeah. that's the biggest thing that makes it shitty. Like. For me, this is how I look at it, and uh, you can take it however you want to. Um, like age is just a number, but like at the same time, you got to think about it. Like it would, when you think about it, think of like a twenty-year-old dating like a thirteen-year-old. That age gap, there's like a, a boundary of like a big U, you know. Yeah. So like, let's say that she was twenty-two and he was like thirty something. Uh huh. That's like. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. But the fact that she's only what eighteen. And he's like 50. That's where it gets weird. Yeah. Like they already have to be like, their brain has to be fully developed. And then I'll be like, okay, that's fine. I don't really what care. What is a girl's brain fully developed? 25. 25. Everybody's brain is fully, if I'm not mistaken, 25. I could be wrong. Yeah. So if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. 
whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is interesting because yeah, I've mean, gone on dates with girls that are under 25. Hey, hey, Damn I'm in my it. 30s. Okay. Um, now, is right. this just because you already, did you know how young they were? No. Okay. That's a different thing. If you didn't know how old they were, but at that point, knowing how old they are. Like for me, if I became single right now, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> normally I can base it off of if you can actually carry a conversation with someone. Right. Right. Um, a lot of the times, a lot of girls have baby face, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes they can look older. Yeah. So I, I can see where that's kind of tricky. Yeah. But like once you know, like you kind of got to be like, mm, yeah, you know, the, the girls I've dated uh, or, you know, on and off. I've met in person, so I didn't know. Okay. Um, you know, it's one thing if you're like, you know, on you know. the apps and kind of, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. You can see the, the age on there, but yeah. Um, and the, <laughs> this, this particular girl, uh, that ended up being, <laughs> I met her at Sharky's and, uh, oh, yeah, that's nice. And she was, um, uh, very professional. She's had a career or a job that she was, you know, passionate about. Mm-hmm. Still is. She's not dead. Like she's alive. She's alive. Yes, and uh, very personable, very mature. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's got to be like mid twenties at least. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay. And then I'm like date three. Then you find out that she's a lot. <laughs> she didn't know how old I was either, and she didn't care. Oh. And uh, but most women don't said, care how I, old the guy is. Do they not? No. Not really. Mm-hmm. No. I wouldn't assume. At what point is it? Um, <laughs> this is a self-serving question. At what point is it to where? When your balls would start hanging like off of jackass and that thing. That would be like. Ugh. So 50? Yeah, 50. Okay. So mm. Leonardo DiCaprio, like your balls are. <laughs> you know. Because I'm, yeah. Because, you know, you get insecure about that aging being single to me. You know. Because so like, once you're married, it's like, whew. I'm in there, you know? No, it's not. I got my thing. Well, that's how I envision it. You think that's how it would be? No, I even said this last night in Asheville. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, like, if you're married or if you're in a relationship or Mm -hmm. whatever you are. When you go out, you still don't want to be the ugliest person in the room. Well, for sure. You know, like, you're glad if someone ugly walks in. (sighs) I mean, that sounds shitty. You don't want to be like the shittiest looking person in the room. And you're aware of it? You're comparing that? No, I'm not comparing. I'm just aware that I don't want to be the ugliest person in the room. Yeah. That sounds shitty. That sounds very vain. (laughs) But I mean, as women, you can't say that you don't do it. Just like you're aware if someone walks by and they have a big butt. (laughs) You know it. You see it. You you may not speak it, but you thought it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I'm just getting real. Yeah. So I don't know where the, this topic, I don't know what well, you're going to well, be. Well, that's, that's interesting, you know, yeah. but I feel like that though. Okay. I feel like being single, getting older, I'm in my thirties. I'm still mm-hmm. single. That is a red flag to women, society, women, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, what's, what's your deal, bro? What are you doing? Well, you seem I'm to like, have I'm it together. Trying, Kind of. Do you? No. I mean, I don't know. Very busy. I got an appointment with my therapist on Monday to talk about this. <laughs> Let us know how that goes, David. I, won't. I shouldn't. <laughs> I talk about my fucking own therapy stuff, but it's, yeah. I don't know, just from your perspective, like I assume, like once you get married, it's like, okay, I checked off a big box. 
Like I am desirable enough to where somebody else said they wanted to spend. That's the rest really of their funny life when you me. say it like that. Yeah, it's um, great for guys. It's like for guys, I think it's because there's a whole bunch of dudes that are never getting married that are going to get rejected by women their whole. Is it life. because they're ugly? Yeah, or just pieces of shit, or pieces just, of shit normally can still get they. You think I was married to one previously, so okay. Um, but I was young and dumb. Mm-hmm. Um more hitched than actually wanting to do it you know and like when i got remarried i wanted to make sure like eight years later Mm -hmm. what yeah it was been a year so seven fucking was your husband there last night no who was that guy what guy that was with Meredith and he was The like, ball-headed dude with the hat? Yeah, that was the dude I was talking about that told me I was Southern and he couldn't understand I he was me. with you guys. Yeah, it was weird. He that was, was the random guy? He was kind of being oh, creepy. Oh, shit. He was the random dude that was kind of standing. He asked me to buy a drink. I'm not saying if you haven't watched this dude, like, but it was just like, whenever you know a woman is married, like, why the fuck are you trying to buy her a drink? I didn't get it. Um, and then he was like, oh, y'all going to drive home? I'm like, yeah, we're driving home. Yeah. Like, that was weird. That was a red flag for me. I was like... He might yeah. roofie me, kind of. It was weird. Yeah, when he's trying to like figure out the logistics of your car. And where, where do you live? Where are you going? Where, he's where do you live? Dude, this is why I don't hit on girls. Like, like, I can't envision anything to say that is not creepy. Actually, could you give me an example of that? How could a guy, not now, but in mm-hmm. general, hit on you in a non-creepy way? I have been... Just say hi? Uh... Okay. Just be funny. There's a way to hit on someone accidentally and not knowing you're doing it. Like, or not even like in a weird way. Let's say you, have you ever walked into a restaurant and you're aware when people are attractive and they're unattractive before, (laughs) before you even have a conversation with someone, body language and eye contact alone will tell you if it was an accidental, like look, you know, making eye contact or that like, you know, with like they're like into you yeah yeah because you, know? you can feel the the focus of somebody's gaze yeah like if if you're if you're looking that's, yeah yeah just a, just a look is kind of intense and like i'm married but like i still get that sometimes and like respectfully like yeah they're good looking but that can be a that can be a key sign if you're single that is to me initially kind of like a compliment yeah without no words exchange yeah because what i'll sometimes do is uh i'll see a a beautiful girl Mm -hmm. and i'll i'll notice Mm -hmm. and then i'll try not to look too much and then sometimes like we'll make make eye eye contact contact. and she knows you know that she's hot yeah and that's a compliment because she was like confidence boost yeah but then from there i'll kind of look away and then i'll be like you don't want to be creepy Ah, I can't envision myself walking over there. Really? It can't be that hard. <laughs> like, I don't know personally. It's the I've... scariest thing in the world to me. But Really? David. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. I mean, this is why alcohol was hugely helpful before I quit. I can believe that, for sure. Yeah, because when alcohol is involved, it's just like, yeah. You're whatever. relaxed. You're just like, fuck it. And I'm still pretty relaxed in general. But, mm-hmm. you know, getting over that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could get that. I don't really know what it would be like when I, like... And when it's I'm, a turn off, too, if a guy's not confident enough to do that. Because it's like, oh, well, he's too much of a pussy to walk over. Then he probably isn't worthy of my time or attention, you know? I don't think that. Well. But I don't know because I haven't been single in so long. So I don't know how that dating 
I don't know how that works. Like, I wouldn't, the first thing, like, I've heard some, <laughs> like, there's so many weird websites out there. Yeah. It's, yeah. That I've heard of, and I'm just like, that's, ew. Well, here's what I think it could be. Like, I think you kind of need, like, a natural way for the ice to get broken, where you're, like, happen to be standing in the same area. Yeah, or, I don't like, think a dating app is the way. Dating app isn't. But I just I mean, at weird. the bar scenario, where there's, like, a girl and a guy far away, two single people. Yeah. Just walking up cold could be awkward because she's going to be like, oh, like. Another one of these. Another one of these. Yeah, for sure. So, but if you have like a natural way to break the ice and then you you just say, ask a question about her. And if she talks, great. If not. Don't ever do. You look like somebody I know. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. That's fucking stupid. Don't do that. That's dumb. What are some other dumb pickup lines you've gotten? Mm, I don't know. I'm not going to say that when I drank, I didn't do this. If there's someone and you're with a group of girls and there's some idiot who's like, oh, put it on my tab. Fuck yeah, I'll put it on your tab. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, thank you so much. That's so nice. Whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, who else wants a drink? Yeah. Um, <laughs> just rang up this idiot's yeah, tab. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking stupid. But I think there's a difference too. You can tell if they're trying to do it to like get credit for buying you the drink or if they're just being nice. No. It's normally. Is it always the same, you think? Cause like you can put it on my tab if you said it like that, or if you said, "Oh, put hers on mine." I don't know. I Either think the way, the second one is creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Or it, another thing is, don't touch a female without like yeah. I don't know you. Like, why are you touching me? Yeah, absolutely. Like, even if it's just like a normal touch, it's 100%. still it's weird. Yeah. Like, imagine if like a female just came at you and like groped you. You'd probably like, I'd love that. That'd be great. <laughs> That's excellent. Do no, it I again. Mean, even that would kind of weird me out. I'd be like, bro. <laughs> would you bro her? Bro. <laughs> what are you doing? You just grab my dick. What the yeah, fuck? I don't know. I would not know what to do. So being in the scenario of a single man or single female it's right now. confidence too. It's almost like mm-hmm. being on stage. Like if, you, if you're confident with it and you're like. It flows. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be weird unless you make it weird. Don't make it weird. Yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> make it weird. It. Don't make it weird, dude. I didn't make it. That's one thing I, I tried after like my failed marriage and like going attempting uh, dates, which were people like, oh, I'm going to send you this person or mm-hmm. like PM in on Facebook and then like meeting like mm-hmm. all horrible, all yeah. very horrible. And then it just made me go whenever this person, like literally the dude I'm with now came to my house. Uh-huh. I was just like in my PJs. I was like, hey, what's up? I got some movies. I'm broke. We have DVDs. Come over. Yeah. And it was just like... We that, was how, that was how the ball got rolling yeah. on your current mm-hmm. husband? Yeah. yeah. And... um, That's so cool. You think it's cool? Yeah. I was... Chill in your PJs watching DVDs? Yeah. Dude, that's what I want. It was it was pretty chill. And yeah. like, he, he was very nervous. Like, you have a nervous... You, you don't have a nervous tick, but you have a tick where you twirl your hair. You yeah. know that? Yeah. And my husband's is his knees, like... He like shakes his knees back and forth. So like our first kiss, I was like, you know, and it sounds so sweet home Alabama mm-hmm. was you can kiss me if you want to. And I'm not making that up. That's for real. And I was sitting in his car driving his car. I don't remember why, but That's for some cute. reason I had That's his very car. That's cute. I love that. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying that we don't have like disagreements and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, And that's the one thing I can say in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. I say communication is key. Like one, like respect like the boundary like when you're speaking to each other like have a, a mellow tone mm-hmm. um and listen to them like people like i can't change how you feel or you think or mm-hmm. your opinions mm-hmm. but i try to be understanding of them right 
So like, there's some things like everybody's like, oh, we don't arc. Every, everything's perfect. He does everything. No, the fuck he doesn't. Shut up. <laughs> so like when there's things about me, like how I tick, I'm very organized mm-hmm. and I'm like always three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. He's more calm, chill. Yeah. And like, he's like every, it's not going anywhere kind of like vibes. Yeah, so he'll calm, he'll, he's a calming presence to you. Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. And well, not all the time, but I'm like, but that, yeah. we try to like not changing anything about your spouse or mm-hmm. boyfriend girlfriend but it's more like you have to realize that if you're gonna make it work you need to realize that how he is in certain ways of being chill and not like uptight with cleaning and stuff and mm-hmm. you just kind of have to go that's how they are though that's how they're always going to be you can't change that right. you're not going to fix that right i mean they can do better they can try and meet you somewhere. yeah they can like me meet- they're never going to be as organized as you are we're correct gonna, we're going to always fuck up so. yeah for sure but and I then some women are sloppy too, like messy. That's a word, bad word to use. But like some females are more messy and dysfunctional than men too. So it's not just men that right. are. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um, Serious conversation. Did you think that, uh, no, I like this. this yeah. I kind of like the, uh, you know, you said he was nervous. Mm-hmm. To, uh, Very nervous. To I, I think that's kind of endearing. Uh, it's not great to be nervous, but if I'm picturing as a woman, like mm-hmm. I'd rather have the guy be nervous, I think, than be like hyper aggressive. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's a big turn off, especially like if you're so like aggressive to want to kiss that like your teeth at my teeth. Like, ew. <laughs> I've had a date like I had a date like that, and I was like, this is instantly, dude, a teeth collision. <laughs> yes, like just like not like so. Oh man. I'm like, we're waiting. He's like, holy shit, it's happening. I'm going to kiss you. Huh? I'm going to headbutt you. I was like, this is not worth my time. <sighs> like, there has to be, like, some kind of, like, yin and yang to it. Yeah. Um. Mm. Now, I'm, my husband is younger than me. He doesn't yeah, look it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people's like, you know how, like, you're robbing the cradle. I'm like, dude, like. That's that's badass. Like I was Go, weird. I had three kids and was mm-hmm. I was going through a divorce and got in a relationship. Um, yeah, dude, love you find love whenever it happens. That's so not a bad thing. I thought it was weird him being younger, wanting to be like, what would you like? Okay, you right now, mm-hmm. if you met a woman and she had three kids, would you be like, yeah, I'm ready to be daddy? No, exactly. There's some men that are instantly going to say no, mm-hmm. and there's some men that are ready for that, and other men want to be like. The only yeah. dad, and it, you know, I get that because me personally, as a female, mm-hmm. um, if I would have got with a man that already had kids, I'd be like, I can't fucking do this. Yeah, because I can barely like handle my own shit with kids. Yeah, I mean, I I hadn't even wrapped my head around that. Like, I don't know. I not that a lot I, of seriousness. Part of it is like <laughs> he said no I instantly. Said, I said no. That you was my, instantly. You didn't know, even think. He was like, honest, "No." That was my honest answer. <laughs> but I don't that's really good. Know why it's my honest answer? Probably because there's a lot of stuff that I'm like doing. Like, comedy, but you also want your own spawn. And, is that? like you want your own kid without. But that yeah, makes potentially though. I think I could love somebody else's kid. I mean, I don't know. That's easy for me to. You're say. You're talking I've about heard, right in this moment. You couldn't do it. Is what you're saying. So you Correct. instantly said no. It's not like something that's a never no. no but yeah, I'm just okay. very like, you know. Because I was kind of asshole. Like, a lot. I mean, every night of the week doing comedy. I get it. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, I'm here right now. Like fitting a relationship in, let alone, is. You it's know, hard. It's a lot to fit in. And that's part of what's what's hard about like, you know, going on dates, hanging out. Like I don't have time. Um, I weekends get that. I do though. That's yeah. kind of bullshit. I, you know. Are you bullshitting? A little bit. 
Mm-hmm. I got it. You were kind of like circle. You're in the way you were saying. Yeah. I know. Um. No, but it is but, hard. It is yeah, hard. Yeah, adding kids into the mix. If I was meeting a girl with kids, it'd be even tougher. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Me being a mom makes it really hard for comedy. Mm-hmm. Like big time. For sure. How do you? Yeah. How How many nights can you get out? With, with the kids. So when I was trying to explain to you, you said, I don't understand the days for the podcast. What does that mean? And I said, it's because I have to have a sitter <gasps> and I don't have a sitter. So it's basically my husband who is going to be watching that the kids. Was, yeah. So that was, that was unfair of me. I gave you Yeah. Crap. You're like, you're like, we what? scheduled this a while back and then we had to cancel twice. Yeah. I am really shitty with <laughs> like times management sometimes, but then also like making sure everything's functional because like shit can happen with kids like five kids yeah well my oldest three don't live with me okay. which a lot of people think that's like oh you're shooting up no they got old enough they want to live with their dad mm-hmm. you know try to be like fair and reason it's the mm-hmm. house that we bought together they grew up in and that's mm-hmm. where they went they want to continue going to the same school so it was fair yeah um but like next weekend me and my 16 17 and third well, he's 13, yeah. Yeah. We're going to go get, um, go to society and get some food or Absolutely. like grapes or something so like that. So you get to see them mm-hmm. every other. Whenever they want to chill. Whenever they want to chill. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. Divorce, you know, you think, and we don't have to go into this, but I, I, know, I, I'm, I think it's I'm an open book for real. Yeah. Well, I, I like talking about stuff like this because when I, uh, you know, growing up, I came from a very strict evangelical household and divorce mm-hmm. was like. Oh no, that no. never happens. And like, like that's my grandparents. And it's the real world. Like it does happen. And we never talked about stuff like that because and my parents are still together. It's great. But also like I think so. You met my dad. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. And my mom is so sweet. And uh, you know, they're they're happy and but um when one of my aunts and uncles got divorced, you you wouldn't believe how dysfunctional the communication was. Like people took sides in, in our extended family, like the aunts and uncles. And like everybody wanted to blame my uncle because they're like, he's an asshole. Or like two of the sets of parents blamed him. Yeah. And then like my grandparents were on my uncle's side. And then there was another set of aunts and uncles that were on yeah. his side. And it was like the communication was really weird, and like being people, in the south, it be makes it even worse. Each other. This was up north, so Michigan wow. happens too. So hmm. the south, it happens like that. Well, basically, people form little clicks, and like it gets real fucking. Yeah, because like in the south, there's like uh, you would refer it to uh, the hens in the kitchen clucking. Which is a yeah. typical thing for women, like when you have gatherings, like a big thing in the South is always getting together and having fucking cookouts and yeah. all this stuff. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, but like my nanny, like I'm like, she was married for a long time, but she had a very crappy marriage and mm-hmm. she is just like, I'm not lying. Like she was like, submit yourself to your husband and like yeah. make sure his belly's full and his tank is empty. <laughs> and <laughs> like so like it's just like yeah. i was very like like almost like worshiping the man and like a vent- right it can get too much yeah and like she I mean, would I just think those are nice things preparing meals and stuff but like to a point yeah you know? <laughs> like you had like it it was very weird. I got divorced. I was super young, and it was a very horrible divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, still to this day, like I can't be around 
to know that like at all but like it happens and yes like my ex-in-laws were like grass isn't greener on the other side i'm like actually it is like yeah it's way better yeah out of that marriage it was horrible so i feel like if anybody in relationship is just like it's that bad like regardless of like what your family thinks or what you Mm -hmm. should do or what they're taught probably is wrong honestly Mm -hmm. like you have to like think about your own like mental yeah like that state yeah for sure and you know the 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 cattiness and the things that are like very immature i i think in hindsight it's so funny because that same situation you know Mm -hmm. it's been years since that divorce happened and now like i just saw everybody on christmas everybody's you know peacefully coexisted and it's like you know how silly was it that there was mm-hmm. that type of drama? Around oh, yeah. That? Like, the life goes on. I mean, I think it's it's way more mature to be able to be, like, you know, to be pragmatic about it. Be, um, Well, you can't change anything in the past. That's you the biggest. Can't. You can't change it. Right. And, you At know, all. I don't, I don't think, and I love my whole family. I don't mean to be negative about that episode of time because they're all amazing but People it happened. And it's real. Yeah, and that's, it did happen. Yeah, it's it's a normal thing that it, it's just to me evidence to of some of the, you know, like because there was always this thing where it's like this pressure to maintain the pristine image. This bubble. We're a perfect little family. We're all happy. We're all, but shit happens. You know. Oh, you like mean like the get, like all the? I'm talking about my extended family. And, oh, okay. And like it's this perfect Christian like compound almost. <laughs> like this this not a cult, but like. Everybody, it's a cult. Like, everything's great, but you know, then somebody gets in trouble. Somebody gets a DUI. You know, what are we gonna do? Alcohol's not right. Like, whoa! Like, we're, are we gonna be all weird now? Are we gonna, you know, not be able to fucking talk about this like adults? Yeah. Or like somebody, you know, gets pregnant. Like, you know, are you young. religious? You know, I um, I I think you know. I'm I, getting a lot of re- religion around this. And like the perfection, you know what I'm talking about on Facebook. Everybody's For got sure. like the, the matching outfits and the embroidered shit on their kids stuff and well, organized all that. religion. I'm not as, I used to go to church all the time. I, I grew up to, in church too. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in church. Yeah. Nazarene. Nazarene. Mm-hmm. What is that about? What kind of, what uh, once that? you're saved, you're not always saved. Ooh. And you kneel. Ooh. You had to kneel and you had, you weren't allowed to Keeping wear that guilt on you. Yeah. You weren't allowed to wear anything but dresses. Okay. That's uh, kind of a nice tradition though. Yeah. I like girls in dresses. They look very nice. No, they were like bad. You know what I'm talking about. They had the bit. We had the bibs back in the day. <laughs> bibs? The bibs. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, and man. like the curtain like dresses yeah. are so ugly. That's a lot. Um, But no, it, that was, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm not religious, but I'm not like, I'm not religious at the same time. I, I would put myself in the same category. I, I can't cat like I can't put it in that area of like agnostic or whatever. Yeah. Like I I feel like there's possibilities. Like is there aliens? Could you be an alien? I don't know. Could I? Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we're maybe we are all aliens. Yeah. And we don't know it. You know. Yeah. And then there's we kind you know, of feel like we are aliens because for like, real, we're yeah, different than the other animals for yeah. sure. Yeah. And so there's that. And then I just think like there's a lot more out there that we don't know because we're always discovering new stuff all the time mm-hmm. and like planets and yeah. one planet isn't a planet now. Yeah. So that, there's just that kind of makes me uncomfortable. too. Yeah. They're not enough to lock yourself into a, uh, a, a framework of tenets that you're going to believe and yeah. rules you're going to follow. I like to the letter when when everything is, is kind of we're learning so much new things constantly 
Do you know. believe in purgatory? Um, a lot of people believe purgatory is like right now. Like this is it. Oh, that's an interesting theory. That's yeah. a very interesting theory. Have yeah. you ever seen the show Lost? No. Okay. Well, the plane crashes and they're on an island together. And okay. I think that was an image of purgatory, if I'm remembering how it ended. Spoiler alert. Um, I believe like purgatory is like a big waiting room after you die. Yeah. 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 Like I'm going to be able to chill like when I die like Tupac and fucking Betty White. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, here's the thing I think. I think hell exists on earth. For sure. I um, believe that too. People are in their own personal hells every yeah. day and you see it. You see it in their eyes. You see it like just unhappy people. Like I, like, I don't know. When I got sober, I started to really kind of be off put sometimes when I'd be at a bar. Because I still go to bars a lot. We all hang out at bars and it's fun. That's why you see me eating ice. Yeah, eat nice. Mm-hmm. So I don't you can drink. Smoke a little Delta Eight. Yeah, so I don't. I don't. And a lot of people is like, "Why are you eating ice?" And I know it's it's annoying because yeah. I see people eating ice. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And I do it, but it's like an oral fixation that we have, like mm-hmm. smoking. So you have to do something so you're not doing that behavior. Yeah. So mine's eating ice like a weirdo. Yeah, but you um, see people at bars that like if they're drinking alone and mm-hmm. they're they're lonely and you can it feels like they're lonely and you're like, man, that seems like a personal hell. Yeah, and I've like seen to it. me, the answer to that is like, well, if if that person could connect with another human, I'm not saying you have to go up to every lonely stranger at a bar yeah. and make friends with them, but like, if you could love somebody like that, and then they form a, a friendship, and, and yeah, and they have more things to be going, kind to that's everybody. Like another, that's like a slice of heaven to me. Is like the other side of that. It's yeah. like real friendships, loving other people, having fun. Oh, David, you like, sound so sincerely kind person. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not gonna lie. Ah. The okay, you said I was intimidating, Southern woman. Mm-hmm. Now, when you met me, most people don't know that I was married, had a fiance, or had children. So I don't know how people perceive me before they know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I try to not have the judgment of people. Like when you're saying you see someone at the bar, right? To have like a shitty judgment of people and always yeah. try to be kind. Um, but there's still this part in my head that works like all other humans and we have a perception of people of some shittiness to them mm-hmm. or que- in question. Yeah. And the person may not even be shitty that I'm describing. I don't want to say that, but like if they're, I, I feel like they might be deeply unhappy if they're you just see, uh, drinking at a bar Yeah, by for sure. Or, that they're definitely who, I mean, when you think about who just goes to the, like, they're like, oh, it's Wednesday night. Let's go to the fucking pub and have, let's throw back six beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if I was single, I wouldn't want to do that. Right. I would. That would be weird. Right. For and sure. and sober, I still think of that as being sad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But you know, those are some of my favorite times. It's so funny, like, as you know, being sober, but like, still going out to bars. So you do intentionally talk to people that you see like that? Um, not always. No. No. Mm-hmm. no but you think always. about it. I notice. Okay. Um. He has a kind soul. no i no i'm a shit i'm a shitty i'm very shitty in other areas for sure but like karaoke i freaking love that that's why i love stand-up too when you see people brave enough to go up Mm -hmm. and try and make other people laugh yeah or sing like you're doing something like i suck at singing don't want to do that no people don't want to fucking i love doing it yeah i love doing spice girls and like backstreet boys and nc If you and see me people do are one, having a good time and yeah. enjoying themselves. And because you're putting yourself out there, I'm like, 
or dancing. Mm-hmm. Dancing's great because people don't want to dance. Like you ever see people that like are too afraid to, you know, or they'll they'll be uncomfortable. No, I but love if dancing. You just like. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. You're free. You're yeah, free, free spirit. spirit. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, dude. You're free. I really don't so honestly. Like shit like that to me is like people caring what people think. To care what you. Yeah. People exactly. caring what they're going to think exactly. about you. Um, I think that's a big thing. Like I get in my head sometimes worrying if people. A very small part of me. And that's a part I feel like people need to realize like. Are they really, are they in your life every day enough that it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that if you made a fool of yourself, right? that you had a good time with your friends and yeah. you were just living same. Like I try to do with being honest about who you are, where you're from. If you have like any mental illness or anything, I'm not saying give your life story, but I'm saying that it's a normal, a normal, normalize it. Yeah. And not to be ashamed about it. And when For you sure. are in the public, not worrying so much about what these people think. Yeah, absolutely. Like live in the moment. Like you're not going to get it back. Right. For sure. So that was one thing for me having like an eating disorder and stuff like mm-hmm. for the longest time and becoming a mom caring like, oh, you know, I've got to can't wear this bathing suit because yeah. uh, people are going to look at me. And I'm like, yeah. I've just like I can't like karaoke comedy. For sure. Let's say if you Those ate are shit. Just exercises of giving less of a fuck. Yeah, like give no fucks. <laughs> and if you can get to that place, it's it's so crazy how it's much freedom. better your life. It's freedom. Yeah. yeah, your life is better. That is freedom. So, so it's it's a complicated question, you know, about the religion thing. Like where do where do we believe? Mm-hmm. Like to me, the process of giving less of a shit about stuff feels religious. As weird as that sounds, as grandiose as that sounds. No. Because it's like. Because it, it's made my life so much better in a real way that it's like, wow, you know. But you didn't stop drinking for religion. You started drinking for yourself, the health, mental, mentally, like you're just your overall well-being. That, yeah, that was the biggest irony. Yeah. I didn't quit because of somebody told me exactly. not to. I quit because my life was so bad. Yeah, but that was drinking. that is your own wake up and your freedom right there. Right. Without religion to me. Being right, like for you, sure. Yeah. I mean, religion, I don't freaking know. I don't want to say this, but this is a cynical thought, but it's like religion kind of keeps people sane from the standpoint of if you're a lot of other areas of your life are like in a bad spot or you're unhappy about your job. I think it's a guide. It can like be like, oh, I'm going to church on Sunday and you can give that burden to a higher power. I mean, I get that, but sometimes like, you know, you can do that without going to church. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't have to be there with people. And it's almost like when you go to church from being from experience Mm -hmm. is it's like you have to get this approval from those people in the church Mm -hmm. of worthiness. Yeah. In a sense, when you think about it. Um, So I think like as far as freedom and beliefs and how you live, you internally know when you're doing something wrong. Mm hmm. Yeah, you do. You even internally know when your thought process is wrong. Yeah. So that's, you don't necessarily need that. You need a good group of people and you need to put yourself around people that is going to inspire you and give you growth, not that are going to keep you stagnant. Yeah. Who's that that for you? Do you find that in other comedians? Um, and anybody that I have that I became close friends with in, in comedy Mm -hmm. that I speak to on a regular basis basis it's one that i trust them two that i want to see them they're out they're they're them to have growth mm-hmm. um so um i try not to over give too much advice on anything 
um, because I'm not walking in their shoes. Mm -hmm, For sure. But um, I can't say like, I can, okay, like, Chris Wilson, he mm-hmm. fucking he's he's inspiring. Like he's fucking funny as shit, and yeah. like even with his hardships, like yeah, he's, he's gotta, positive. Yeah, you don't hardly ever see him very down and expressing that, like yeah. to just openly. I I see him down sometimes. Yeah, but, but he's not like he's always positive to you for sure. You know for sure, um, and, and to be positive in the face of uh, Chris Wilson, shout out. He's yep. One of the funniest fucking dudes. I know. Just naturally 24-7 funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got cerebral palsy. Yep. And uh, he's... Uh, but he's just a stud, you know? And I'm really... I'm I'm proud of Chris because, like... One, you know, you mentioned comics getting, getting better. I mean, Chris was always very funny. But I remember when he started and, you know... Because, like, if you have, you know... Uh, a disability and mm-hmm. most and a lot of your time is, is spent at home and you're not like for him to be like putting himself out there and, and on stage and killing and just mm-hmm. like people don't, once you once you do people don't even see you the same way like he's somebody to you know be admired and everything and yeah he's, he's somebody stud, that dude. i like to to have as a friend and keep around um sure. adam very encouraging too he's personally encouraging to you as a friend yeah yeah adam too adam good um egg. he has the this like the attitude that a lot of people need to have sometimes you know mm-hmm. um and it's his honest that he has um on stage i enjoy his honesty yeah yeah for um, sure dude i saw him on monday were you there on monday at coffee I can't remember if you saw yeah. this. No, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I can't keep up with the days being yeah, a mom. I'm like, they I don't even together. know. Mm-hmm. But Adam was on stage and he, uh, his, <laughs> I don't know, his beard was looking extra long and he just looked like he had had a freaking day, dude. Like he, he looked. He was done. <laughs> and he went up there and was just like venting um, about something. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, he did great. And, uh, he just looked like a beaten man and just had to get some things off and wasn't inhibited or, uh, you know, like worried about the set going any particular way. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed his authenticity, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyway, what were we talking about? We've like ran around the world. Yeah. We Uh, went through dating and religion and yeah. I don't even know what. You definitely got a lot to what you want to clip in and out <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, no, we're, I don't want to, I didn't mean we need to sour, just. So yeah. this is the first time David has actually got to actually have serious conversations with me. Yeah. So I'm not so stupid as a Southern woman, right? Dude, no. Not at, not all. at all. I'm kind of interesting. Yeah, you are. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm not all no, like absolutely. shits and giggles. So, yeah. Just because we haven't talked a lot doesn't mean, like, anything. Like, I don't like No, you. like, I'm not, like, do you really want to know what I kind of thought about you? Yeah. Obviously, David is attractive. Um, <laughs> and he has a good job. But I kind of, like, you kind of gave me douchey vibes. Yeah. <laughs> you said, yeah. Have you ever heard that before? I don't know, but. Not I like, don't think people say you're a douche to your face. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm I'm like really, when I say I'm an open book, so like when I ask people like what they truly thought of me and then once they find out, like their sincere honesty is like fine mm-hmm. because we're human. You're right. 
Um, so that, if that hurt your feelings, I'm sorry, but I'm finding out the more I'm around you and speak to you, like you're very intelligent. Um, you're really cool. You're laid back and you're honest and you seem to be like really kind. You have Aww. a kind soul. Well, thanks. If we have souls. This is so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. That's really nice. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so but you can perception on people changes once you, yeah, yeah. I, uh, my perception about you has changed. For sure. You think? He yeah. thought I was a bitch probably, but it's cool. No, That's what I thought man. you were all over the place when I first met you. Really? Mm-hmm. What is that supposed to mean? Well, was I felt like having a conversation with you was hard because it was like... Um, Scatterbrained. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a not, lot. Not now. That's not my perception of you now. No, I can hold conversation everything. It just... Sometimes being a mom, like I said, I always have like yeah. everything going on in my head. So sometimes having a conversation mm-hmm. and even when you go back and look at this, you're going to see how I run around things. A lot of that just has to do with bipolar and how my brain works and how we tick as people. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes with the the chaotic day that I had, the stress, mm-hmm. um, sometimes makes it hard to like. Well, the other thing was you had taken a break from comedy too. Yeah, so a we, lot. We met each other mm-hmm. and then there was some breaks and then, you know, um, and you know, with you having kids and everything, so I have a health problem. Yeah, that I don't really talk about a whole whole lot because I'm like one of those. About? One of the things for me is like I don't want pity, and then two, like it's like one. Of, I feel like in in life, mm-hmm. and I was talking about you get dealt cards, mm-hmm. and like it's how you're gonna play them. Like how are you gonna you gonna you're gonna like whine and cry because you got a shitty deck of cards over mm-hmm. here that you got played. What are you gonna do with them? Right. So, like, for me and my health problem, when I got diagnosed in 2019, I thought to myself, like, this is really fucking shitty. But then my papa, before he died, he told me he was like, you really love comedy and acting and being funny and who you are. So, what pursue that. My papa. In 20, when did? Uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Early. When right after. Pa- when he passed away? Yeah. He had a, he had a massive heart attack. Oh, and he told me that. So, after that, I was like, I'm going to do comedy. Yeah, this is great. Well, I wanted to talk about this. So, this was, yeah. this was the reason you started comedy and also because my ex-husband told me that i wasn't funny and that i couldn't do anything <laughs> uh, so i was gonna show him up that, that guy, yeah he told me that was the stereotypical thing for southern women that i belonged in barefoot pregnant in the kitchen to him <sighs> so when i got out of that relationship and the guy i'm with now yeah. um supports me in the things that i want to do right That's so great. that means me being gone right now and him at home with the kids mm-hmm is but this is what i want to do yeah that's, and i'm passionate that's so about it great that he supported so what did your dad say say to you again my what papa not my dad papa oh pa- your grandpa papa grandpa grandpa I'm papa I'm sorry. Um, the one that makes the bold peanuts or did <laughs> yeah. um okay. he told me just to do what makes what is making me happy and he said that he can see that it makes me happy so mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. so like when a lot of people say why do you do comedy and like at the end of the day if i went somewhere and performed it didn't make a buck if i made the crowd laughed and it made them happy and made me yeah. happy that's what makes me love comedy right and you always say that at the end of their chest the you best say, give the i can give is laughter best gift i can give is laughter and that is that that's stuck because of him yeah that's really cool. I didn't know that's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's really special. That's a cool reason to do comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, the reason is not to be famous. No. Not to make money. No. Although it'd be nice. That would be nice. Yes. It'd be nice. Um, yeah. I, uh, do you want to do it 
in a in a bigger yeah i would sense. love that I, I what i'm trying to do when i do my comedy is what i say on stage there is a lot of truth to it mm-hmm. um brought into my feelings my emotions my thoughts like i said mm-hmm. and i'm hoping that it grabs a crowd that of a following that can relate and mm-hmm. makes them laugh now I, i'm very aware and you're aware of this that every time you do comedy you're not going to have someone who gets your comedy and likes your style of comedy yeah. just like other comics i could say that i love amy schuber and you can say she's fucking trash yeah. and that's okay yeah. and that's the same thing in the comedy community here in greenville like to be supportive to other people in the comedy scene, mm-hmm. no matter what stage they're in or how much growth they've had is still just to be kind at the end of the day. Yeah. For me. For you. Yeah. Personally. Because I don't know what anybody's going through. Yeah. So that's like you said at the bar, kind of in that situation with all people, um, just to be respectful and kind. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I've always been respectful and kind because I yeah. know deep down I'm kind of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, but, it kind of sounds like lovey-dovey and kumbaya to, you know, make this. Because I try to feel like that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when comedy actually works. When you're thinking about the audience and what you're giving to them instead of like, ah, I got to be funny. Like, it's what I want to be funny. I want mm-hmm. to laugh because I want to feel a certain type of way. I have a question. This is I'm cutting I, you off. Finish. Yeah. But then I have a question. No, I mean, that's kind of the point, I guess. I mean, I because I, like. If you think about like, I, I watch some comics in New York that are like, you know, I've seen you doing it's, that. It's That's about cool. being fucking funny. It's about being funny. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. And yeah. Just be funny. And you're a machine and you're just doing jokes. and you Be funny. Mm-hmm. That's all it's about at the end of the day. But like funnier you get, you're given a lot too. But like also, I'm I'm just that type of person. I'm like a, a sappy kind of philosophical think about meaning of life stuff. Like, so I conceptualize it when I do well, it's like, because I am I am uh, giving something and not thinking about me. That's just how I have to th- trick my brain to do it. I can't just be like just a comic, just crying it up. So, do you, you know. write a lot? Is the question because from the time that I started comedy and I had my dips of like nearly bombing, flatlining, you can call it whatever you want to, and I have like this level of rating yourself when you do it, mm-hmm. and it can sound really funny. Like you, sh- you like you ate shit, like you bombed so hard, mm-hmm. right? And then like you're like, meh, you know? Yeah. And then you have like you're okay or decent, and mm-hmm. then you have your good. And then you're better than good. Then you have your great. And then like you fucking killed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so I always try to like look at how I'm doing comedy that way. But also I've and I'm not saying however, if you're a comic, how you are doing it is wrong because mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. Right. And you'll find your voice and who you are. Yeah. But I feel like authentically, you should always be yourself on stage. You don't need to yeah. be being someone that you're not. Right. For sure. Yeah, that's 100 percent. Um, a lot of famous comics have said that. I think it's true. I think it's like you true. can't be if you're writing a joke or if something comes to your head and you jot it down and you work on it and you play it on on the stage or open mics wherever till it till you beef it up till it's funny and has those punchlines. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but this is personally for myself. A lot of people say you have to write continuously to make comedy funny. Yeah. Because those jokes and punchlines that you came up with, those are going to get kind of get stale eventually. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I do write all the time. Really? Well, yeah. Um, I jot stuff down. Just things in conversation that mm-hmm. happen. Um, well, jot them sit- down. Mm-hmm. Yes. But do you, after that, do you go back and revise and write? 
Yeah, I've been doing that lately. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't always been great at that. Um, I, uh, Cody Hughes in Asheville, he's my comedy hero. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is hilarious. Just like, but he also is a very diligent writer. He's a very diligent writer and performer, and uh, he's actually like, you know, shared some of his writing habits of like actually sitting down with it, you know. Yeah. And writing, like, it's. I don't think any of us at this local level are good enough to be like, I can write on stage or I can just figure it out, you know. Um, I mean, things happen and you can figure stuff out on stage, but you should actually write and um no i'm not saying that i don't write i do it in a different concept of writing versus i think how do you do it um well things would come to me i'd write them down right Mm -hmm. and then i would go over on stage like just running by and then Mm -hmm. let's say happen to on the spot and it makes something funny yeah right you notice and react to one particular part if i recorded it or i noted it like when I carry and I'll put it like a little question mark beside it or yeah. a check yeah. and then go back and like, okay, this was funny. Keep this. For sure. What else could I add to that? What else did I say where I can slide this, this, this into a set where it flows? Mm-hmm. For sure. So that's how I kind of write. Yeah. hundred percent. That's definitely. That's okay. Yeah. And it's not continuously writing. Like, um, another thing's funny. I'm dyslexic. So mm. like sometimes I go back and read stuff and I'm like, I don't even know what that was. Yeah yeah challenging continuously um part of like i feel like i need to have new stuff to say because there's so many comics we perform in front of that like i feel like you already know what they're gonna say well no i'm not talking about anybody i just feel like for myself like it's fine if you read you get bored jokes. i get bored 100%. okay yeah yeah i, I get have bored to. and i also feel a little guilty if i do an the old same joke shit. I've done too many times. That's why I like <laughs> to recycle. Yeah, I feel like, oh, come on. You don't have to laugh at that guy. I know you've heard that a bunch of times. Yeah. That's why I hate the boiled peanuts joke because I've done it. Like, No, you beefed it up a lot since I'd heard it. And I was like, this is great because I hadn't heard it. Well, I, I, the you, reason I did yeah. it is because I added a lot to yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. Like the stuff I did in Asheville. It's basically all been, but I've I... I've heard it before, but you, you've... Refined yeah, it. you've refined it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Exactly. So... um but it yeah. was learning the practice and writing uh, mm-hmm. things down and trying those new little things at like Coffee yeah. Underground and Sharky's and then going, that worked. Yeah, at the it open works, I, I rarely, I mean, I don't know, Comedy Zone sometimes, it's a show, you know, it's like a paid show. Like, I I won't feel as bad doing like jokes I've done before there. That no, like, for shows, you need to have the stuff that you know that's going to work. Mm-hmm. You're going to go up there and just try some. Yeah, I don't want to bomb it. No, Knock no, on wood. no. I'm going tonight, so. No, not at all. Ah, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Please don't bomb, <laughs> David. Use the bold peanut joke. We love it. Ah, oh, no. See, it's funny though. Even the boiled, even even jokes that are good can bomb if you don't. They can. If your head's not in the right. If place. you're not there and like you have that energy and the, it, it's almost like they know yeah. that you're timid and they know they're waiting for you to fuck up. You can feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that feeling. They when I done a show, Chris Crawford, I'm so sorry I disappointed you. I'm very aware of that one. <laughs> so aware. But the crowd was like I will say this, like my people, the southern people that was like trying to discount me on their cheetah fucking sweater. And like mm-hmm. I felt like the like I don't know. But like I, I just like ran through my set, like nobody like some old dude in the front was like, How'd you know? Like he was talking. I was like, Oh God, no. Like, you know, it's genitalia. Yeah. Ugh. and it's because i had the joke about how you pick them so i go to like a pound joke or whatever uh-huh. 
whatever. Um, you know, I use you as my 101 Dalmatian, right? What? what I joke. Mean? I name him David. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, you because you're so, because you're like a purebred. <laughs> that's why I, I try to do it and I changed it. I was like, that's mean because I didn't know if you ever. Now, you know, David. If I ever what? Yeah, like Had you're you have or... your shit together, meaning. Oh, my God. Sometimes that can I be intimidating. I friends from home that would not agree with you. No, but they, it would be OK for Southern <laughs> women. You, you would be in, you'd be you. intimidating is what that means. So like right now with you and how you are, if you dressed yourself up, you know, and you went out, you would be intimidating. To a southern woman, unless she's just full of herself. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm intimidating. Yes, you would be intimidating if. You, but I. But I. But I. Don't wear stuff like that. You. But that's okay that you're being yourself. Yeah. So that that's personal. Amelia, that's you perfect. are so nice. This is like making me very. I Thank made you. him happy. Oh, he's not gonna sit at the bar alone tonight <laughs> and go talk to a stranger. Stranger, oh. stranger. No, we got a crew, bro. We got a yeah. No, that was great. I actually like fumbled my words on here. Like I um, had to go to speech class again. Just now? Yeah, I no, couldn't get out. Stranger, stra, oh, stra. stranger. Yeah, I couldn't get it out. I didn't even notice. Yeah, it was horrible. I did. I was like, damn, <sighs> we're flatlining here. We are? Yeah. I don't think so. No? Do you have, how long do your conversations normally last on a podcast? Um, Some go like two hours. Really? Because my husband's like, I was like, it's only gonna be like 30 minutes. He was like, I'll listen to podcasts and they're like over an hour. Yeah. And I was like, I was actually thinking about if I would have had enough time, I was going to go somewhere and Google and find like the hottest wings and shit. And I didn't know about the gummy bears. I was going to find some fucked up shit. I really wanted to slap (laughs) each other with like the... Like on the TikTok and then like take that clip and you load it to your TikTok. I guarantee you that would have got some views. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I haven't. uh, Can we do that? Can we eventually have a bunch of comments coming here and slap each other with bread? Well, eventually we're going to get out of ideas to talk about. I want to do that. That was like the start of it. That gummy bear thing that we did. Mm -hmm. I want to slap people with Um, some bread. Yeah. Me and Callie. Can me and Callie slap each other? That'd be so fucking fun. You'd slap each other? With fucking tortillas. Yeah. And laugh. You have to put water in your mouth and you can't spit it out. Okay, so lay out the challenge for me because I haven't seen this. So it's a tortilla slap with water in your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> you put water in your mouth and I put water in my mouth and you slap the other person and they can't spit their water out. And then you... How hard do you slap them with the I tortilla? guess however hard you feel like slapping them, you know? So what happens on these TikToks to people... It's just funny to watch. It's America. We do some stupid Dude, ass shit. People are so <laughs> bored. People are so slap bored. me with bread. I like that. Oh my gosh! It is really weird the time we're in in, in terms of post COVID. Would you ever thought about doing that when you was a kid, slapping someone with bread? My mom would beat my ass. <laughs> she would beat my ass. I would love to slap my brother with some bread though. That'd be great. Some stale ass oh. bread, like a like a. Did you get the bread wet and be like? I feel um, like that'd be kind of funny if you had like a it wet would be piece of, it just soggy. Bah, it'd be soggy, and then like the bread would like stick. It would stick and then break apart on their face. Are you? I don't even <laughs> bread and no, David. Or could you just like like a like stop it here, and then the bread launches and hits you in the face, and then just I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I'm I just threw up in my mouth a little. I did you know. really? How did that just happen? Yeah. Are you okay? Are you have like a stomach bug? No, I'm good. You better not. I'm fine. I'll man. fucking kill you, man. I'm so healthy, dude. I'm healthy too. Not at all. I you, am actually really healthy. Yeah, that's good. You're like, I don't fucking believe you. I believe you. Yeah, I really I am. Do. Yeah. Uh, I actually tried to. You're sober. 
I am sober. Yeah. But have you ever went on a weird diet before? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Oh, I got a rash. Uh, you got a rash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I tried uh, the keto diet. and I, Oh, uh, God. That's a bunch of cheese. The only you're allowed to... Yeah, cheese. Cheese. The no only bread. things I was allowed to get... I was so miserable not having carbs. I was like, okay. I went to the, the Walmart <laughs> and I got this like off-brand chunky peanut butter that was like <laughs> this big. And I ate the I ate the whole thing in one sitting. Really? I don't think that you're. you're that's not how you do keto. Mm, well, and then yeah. you got a rash. You're allergic allowed. to peanuts. I got a rash. From, you're allergic to peanuts. I think it was a peanut reaction because that was the only thing I had, and it was really bizarre and it cropped up out of nowhere. And I uh, where was the rash? Um, it was near its groin. It was like yeah. Oh, it's you sucked. were peeing peanut butter. What's that? European peanut butter. Yeah, basically. Oh, that's like one so of the things bad. that if you'll notice if you eat like it's certain foods, if you if you eat and drink certain things, your your pee will smell like it. Yeah, I bet my pee smelled like peanut butter. I'm sure it did. Hundred percent. I actually did a diet because yeah, it diet was. What did you do? That's crazy. Mine's pretty bad. Mine was way worse than yours. Really? Way worse. What happened? I like I was doing Beachbody and they were like, you should take out like sugar and gluten. And I'm like, how many things can you take out of a diet and still find things to eat? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was like so many things. Like I shit myself. What? I fucking (laughs) shit myself. Like I was washing dishes and shit myself because I was like getting no nutrition. Yeah. There was nothing I was getting. Liquid. It wouldn't be anything, but it'd be like, oh, think it's a fart. And then it was like, oh. (laughs) And my daughter, she was like, you're too old to be doing that. My six year old at the time was like, you're too old. And I, I know. Yeah. Like I was like, don't tell me not like gluten one thing, but you try to take soy and dairy and everything. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> no diets. I are, think those diets. I think diets are stupid. Yeah. I think you should be like, your body is eventually going to tell you like you need to have some Doritos. Right. Exactly. You're going to feel your, it. Your body's going to tell you when you need some Doritos. Yeah, That's it is. Doritos. And just do it. Don't yeah, like do sure. it every day. What's that? Don't do it every day. I, mean, I do it every day. You do it every day? I cook out every day, basically. You don't shit yourself? Mm, no. I don't eat, though. I, I haven't eaten anything today. What? Yeah. So, like, I fast. I talked about this before. Do you actually intentionally do it, or are you accidentally doing it? Intentionally. I'm on, a like, a rhythm now of, like... Uh, Why? I don't crave food at all during the morning. Like, I'll have coffee or water... I also vape, which is an appetite suppressant. I got to quit vaping, I guess. But uh, I love food. Yeah, I love food too. I love it. When like at night, after comedy, I'll go and I'll get like the worst time you're to eat. You know that, right? Well, apparently. But your body's not taking in the two thousand calories from the fasting, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't hit me. It doesn't stick to me. Yeah. So, and you're really tall, so mm-hmm. that helps. And I, I, I've always had a really big appetite. I've always eaten a lot ever since I was little. And uh, so I should eat cookout. I should eat more time. vegetables. My mom's on me about that. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know. I try to have a balanced diet. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. A lot but, of veggies. But I, I like the fasting, man. It really? It's so great. Yeah, because I don't gain weight. And it's like, you know. I've never really gained fine. a ton of weight or anything. Unless yeah. I was pregnant or whatever. Yeah. I don't consider myself You've always been able to stay thin and... You think I'm thin? Yeah. I'm like... I have a fucked up mental image of myself, you know, from the whole eating disorder or whatever. But no, like, um, I like to stay physically active. Mm -hmm. Like, I enjoy... 
like hit workouts and okay. lifting yeah. and all that kind of stuff but i don't want to get like bulky yeah but i like um i used to run a lot but i can't run anymore because of i have stents inside my body stents well they're called coils i know about those yeah for your heart no brain no what arteries yeah okay yeah in my groin okay yeah so Big i have arteries four down. they plugged them because blood was pooling inside my body like aneurysm type mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. so you had your aneurysms coiled yeah that's one of the coolest surgeries no, it's not. I had to stay awake for it because my blood pressure was too low. Oh, my God. Well, it's not cool. It's, it's horrible. It's not cool. <laughs> the drugs are great. The drugs are great. Yeah. Yeah. Have you the, ever heard of nut, nut, nutcracker syndrome? No. No? No. It's a rare condition, and I have it. Did you? You don't have to say that. Do you? Huh? On here. It's not sad. I get really good drugs. Yeah. I got permission to smoke weed for well, my doctors. Well, I'm glad you're... Alive. So positive about it. And alive. Yeah. I'm very yeah. positive about it. Like, I'm cool with it when they have to stick stuff in my butt because I get drugs. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> Sorry. The coiling of an aneurysm is pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. My company sells stuff for that. But it... Yeah. Did their doctors explain to you because how it, like, it bubbles out? Yeah. A lot of people, when I go in and have x-rays, they'll stop and they'll come and they'll be like, do you know you have metal stuff inside of you? And I'm like, you're Dude, the. It's tiny. I'm like, it you're the tiny. technician. The like, that's back are... here. You should know what you're looking at. Yeah. But, but yeah. But it's all minimally invasive, right? They just yeah. go in through a small incision, mm-hmm. and then um, it looks like a bubble outside. It's of crazy. The and then they just feed coils up mm-hmm. into the bubble to prevent the bubble from. It looks rupturing. all crazy when you see it on like an X-ray. Yeah, it's it looks like really spaghetti weird. or yeah. like a DNA or something inside of the bubble, mm-hmm. so no blood goes in there, so it doesn't burst. So yeah. then just blood flows straight through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool. It's really hard to do. I had a sales training once where they we tried to like simulate and do the coils. It's you so tried to hard. do it. Yeah, but it's not in a real person. Like just on a, a fake like a cadaver or like a dummy and like a cadaver would have been cool. A cadaver, yeah, they do, we do have cadaver stuff. I would, but it takes so much coordination to 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 do that well, and, and the the skill of the surgeons to be able. Yeah, to... Yeah, I have an awesome doctor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was gonna ask who it was, but you. Um... I don't know if I'm supposed to do that. Yeah, I don't know. Either. <laughs> like, ah, uh, no. I don't know. I can say that. No, but healthcare in the upstate's very good. Yeah, um, I mean, kinda. They don't really know. Like when I got diagnosed, I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I just know that I got diagnosed in the emergency room and they told me what I had. And I was like, you're joking. That's not real. And then I had to have emergency surgery. Yeah. And um, yeah. So I've been like guinea pigged around. Mm-hmm. And then like shortly after I had my gallbladder removed and yeah. Yeah. I've had a bunch of surgeries. Yeah. That's, that's rough. Surgery is rough. I mean, I don't really mind it. Like the worst part of it is the IV and then the drugs are really good. I like the drugs because mm-hmm. they're legal. The drugs are great. They are really. I had back surgery in 2020. Uh, it's nice. Know. I went to it's Atlanta like to get the back surgery. I feel best bad. Naps. I called in a favor. <laughs> Got the head surgeon at Emory. <laughs> I want the good stuff. It was like <laughs> a minor thing. And I was like, I'm getting the best frigging guy. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> I'm not like it, a lot of people and I'm not saying like it's not anything serious or anything like that. Like I went into my basketball doctor the other day and he was like, so you want to do I seen your name on the list. Like you want to do the surgery? And I'm like, no, I don't want to do the surgery. Mm-hmm. And like every time I, if I go to the emergency room and a lot of pain, they just try to give me drugs. And I'm like, I didn't yeah. I didn't come here for yeah. drugs. Like, like stop. Yeah. 
Um, but the cocktail they give you for surgery, you need it. I mean, you need oh, yeah, to for be sure. knocked out. I'm like, I'm not trying to be tough when they're no. cutting you open. Like, no. give me the full whatever. It's awesome. I was I was wondering about anesthesia before I got it. I was like, what is this going to feel like? Is it going to like burn? I, is it going to feel like I died? Did you feel it like burn when it went in to you? Mm, no. no. Mine burned. No. But I was wondering about like the dream state I was going to be in. I was like, man, I'm kind of excited. Am I going to like go to the afterlife for a little while? There's like, nothing. There's nothing. It didn't you even just, feel like I was asleep. It felt you like, just woke up. It felt like it didn't even feel like I was asleep at all. It felt like the surgery didn't last long. It just felt like I was like, like. I wish it would have last longer. I know. I wish I would be. <laughs> I wish I was like on. You put me down for like three hours. Yeah, dude. I wish I was. If you only go on and it's a short one, mm-hmm. for like thirty minutes, like it doesn't. It's not like worth it. Like you really want to be under. The last surgery I had, I was like almost like two and a half hours. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? Did you feel like it was a long time? Uh no, not. I mean, yeah, no. Okay. Like it's just like one of those things that is enjoyable. However yeah. you look at it, even if you wake up, I would say the worst one I woke up from was my gallbladder. Okay. That was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, it's crazy having surgery. Cause like, yeah. The drugs are always when it's, good. When it's you, when it's like your own body getting operated on, it's like, gosh, I hope these people are good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I had a joke. I talked about it before when I went in actually for the, the surgery for the coils and stuff. Uh-huh. And they'd made a bet. Like the two doctors had a bet if they were going to have to like trim up. Uh-huh. You know, the downstairs. <laughs> they betted money and they thought I was asleep, but I didn't go to sleep yet. Oh, they were talking about that? Yeah. What did they say? Like who lost the bet? Like who, if they were going to have to shave me or not. And the, the female was like, I told you we weren't going to have to do anything. She's, this is the year she was born. <laughs> They, I was like, they I'm, were betting on if you had if yeah, you shaved or not. Yeah. Oh, I've got to be careful in the OR. Some doctors, they don't like in the emergency room. I've heard Dude, they say shit I, that I, I, I call, you I, I should not surgery. be saying. I, yeah, as a rep, I was in there a lot. They say you're not supposed like make sure the patient's out. <laughs> yeah, like they actually, I was in the emergency room one time and they were like, they brought us another dead one. God. Yeah. I was like, yeah. do they know I'm alive over here? Yeah. That was horrible. Are you one of those people? What do you mean? What do you do? I never. I, what do you do? What is your As job? A job? Yes. I wish I had some really cool backstory. Like I have a fake job. I do something else. <laughs> no, your job seems cool. I've heard you say certain well, things on stage that made me think you have to have a really important job. Oh, thank you. It's not that important, but it is. Um, I switched jobs, so now I'm a pricing manager. That so I manage contracts for. Um, sounds smart. The East. Uh, yeah. Sounds very it's smart. It's not that interesting. And uh, I'm good not with numbers. That smart even. You're it's, so you're you're downplaying yourself for having a good job. It's a good job. It's a very good job. Don't downplay yourself then. It's a fantastic job. It's a really good company too. It's a Fortune yeah. 300 company. It's a very good company. Um. So, but the, but the okay, it's less cool now though. The cool part was mm-hmm. I was a rep before, and that was when I got to be in the operating room, um, oh. watching surgeries and and the um, the products. So. Sales reps are dumb. I mean, the, like most sales reps in hospitals mm-hmm. today um, played a college sport. They were probably a, a, you know, maybe a frat guy. There's like a whole stereotype of like the medical device sales rep. So and you're stereotyping them, them yourself or is this just Yeah, like, I'm like that. I played a college sport. You okay. Know? And a lot of them are very talented and very smart and very strategic and good, nice people mm-hmm. who are not douchey like snake oil salesmen trying okay. to like, you know. So... um but anyway, the guy still, all that being said, we're way less smart than the surgeons. We do not 
no shit, you know. Oh no, compared, they're super duper com- smart compared to a surgeon. Yeah. Right? So like, why do we need to be in the operating room when a patient's getting cut open? So we just have to be experts in the product that's being used and like be able to tell. Like when you were in your surgery, you probably saw the surgical tech. Um, the I staff. had several people talk to me. Yeah, there's different people in the room. Mm-hmm. So the circulator would be the person or anesthesia. Mm-hmm. They're the ones you probably talk to as you're going under. They talk to the patients a lot. Mm-hmm. And maybe the circulating nurse. Um, but then once you're out, there's a whole team of people around the OR table. And oh, that's there's, nice. They're yeah, just watching. There's the surgical. T- no, they're working. So there's the surgical tech. She, mm-hmm. He or she hands the tools and instruments to the surgeon while they're operating. Sometimes the surgeon will have their assistant, their PA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's maybe the rep in the back of the room. That would be who, you? If Yeah. And if the product's like new or different, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll tell them how to use it. And it's just small things. It's like where to plug it in or what buttons to press or what settings to have on the machine so that it's like... So you're actually vital. Well, yes and no. They know all the stuff. But if it's a different product or a new product, there's like might be something different or cool about it that you have to be like, oh, this is what, you know. But that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is cool. That's yeah. really... I was just there like, ah. Like shit. the differences are um, uh, marginal. Like, it's, like, the same as what you did before, just slightly different. Like, that's how technology, like... It, well, they're changing it to make it better. Right. It has to be sa- the same enough to what they've always done. Yeah. That they know how to do it. Because if not, they might but, be killing people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just make a... <laughs> you can't just try something that never has been done. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Oh. So, it's, it's like, marginal changes and improvements to uh, what they're used to. So, you don't have to be a genius. I think the, the biggest thing about the sales You went to school is, for this, though, right? No. I was economics. I... I business i did not know anything about science or anatomy they train you in the company oh wow yeah so so i think you were asking about this i don't often talk about this you never talked about it no not to not to um that's neat i that's cool that's really cool it's kind of cool you do cool shit thanks yeah i don't get to do or stuff anymore though now it's just contracts i've been in the or yeah. The OR everything. is a fun environment. I'm starting to miss the OR because I started last September and I have not been in and around. Did you know I have medical stuff? I was in school, college for four years. What did you go for school for? I changed my major a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> but I, I started that. out a medical lab technician. Okay. Yeah. And then, I can see you working in the hospital. You remind me of. Yeah, I get called teacher or nurse. Yeah, you could be a nurse. Yeah, yeah. I got that. I got like teacher when we was in Asheville, which Mm -hmm. is weird. I don't know. Do I really give those vibes and soccer mom vibes all the time? (laughs) Um, But no, I I did a medical lab technician. I changed that over to, Mm -hmm. what did I go to? Medical assistant. I almost graduated with that. I actually Mm -hmm. transferred from Greenville Tech to Brown Mackey. Okay. Then I had extended period, a bunch of... uh, stuff didn't transfer back over and then mm-hmm. what it did transfer over to is because i also love animals i was mm-hmm. gonna do a vet technician and i found out i was pregnant and i couldn't <laughs> they would not keep me in the clinicals because yeah. of being pregnant wow so i went four years Wait, they kicked you out of the vet thing mm-hmm. because you were yeah, pregnant? pregnant yeah because i couldn't do my clinical part and i was oh. in my clinicals I, that's all i had left to do and i would have graduated yeah and i never oh, went back man. and i was like forty two thousand dollars in debt um, oh, that sucks. That's the brutal part about. Mm-hmm. But I, I did get a, a certificate. Provider. I did you patient care the tech. School and the debt. Patient care that. technician. Huh? I did grad. I graduated with a certificate 
which whatever mm-hmm. it wasn't that much, but I did do like a a course or something okay. where I did clinicals and everything, um, patient mm-hmm. care. T- so I can do like I remember like IVs and trachs and yeah. packing wounds. And oh, yeah. very yeah, I cool. got to see some really cool shit though. Wound packing. It's did fucking nasty. It's fucking nasty. Yeah, did I don't you, know how. Do you I know did. the gauze, the sponges, laps and Ratex and stuff. I don't remember it now, but it was a lot of. They're nasty just like stuff. the cloths that you pack a wound with. Oh yeah, the ones the that kind of look like they have the lines in it. I don't yeah, know they kind of yeah. look like crisscross, mm-hmm. like a crisscross. Um, so I sold something uh, that counted those. Did you have to count them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the counting protocol. Because you don't want to leave and it'll rot and cause infection you don't want to, and you don't want to leave one inside by accident or sew somebody up exactly because it will cause like rotting yes so i so, nasty i sold a system that prevents that from happening how it's a uh new thanks for asking <laughs> so it's a it's like a, a tablet like a ipad that goes on a uh i think it actually is an ipad now it goes on an iv pole and um the cool. count we sell the sponges too and the sponges have a little chip in them so you you scan the uh, sponges and it oh. counts them all, and they're all unique. That's why they scan everything and now, they, like. And, and then they scan them out at the end because you do a manual count, but your manual count can always be wrong. Can be fucked up. Mm-hmm. You could think you counted forty, you actually counted thirty nine. You sew them up, send them home, and then the patient's screwed. Yeah. So uh, Prisma, they actually was selling this to Prisma. They're finally going to do it. That's really so cool and Prisma smart. Because I've heard some horror gonna stories. Going to have that sponge counting system now. That's really cool. That yeah. is see. David is super fucking smart. I didn't do that. It doesn't well, matter. You were part of it. I was a part of it. I didn't get the deal done. There's a new rep now. Since I left, the new rep is getting that deal the credit? finished. Yeah. Why would you do that? No, it just it happens. No, but you should talk about it. Like, that was me. <laughs> that was no, me. No, she's doing all the legwork of getting this shit finished. So, hmm. But we got. I started it, though. I started it. Yeah, you should and make that noted. Like, <laughs> Hopefully it goes over well. There's a chance they could hate the system. No, I think <laughs> the that's... The staff doesn't like it because the staff really? doesn't like to... Uh, it, they think it's more time and they're like, oh, this is a pain in the ass. Sometimes nurses revolt and they hate doing it. But, but they it's need, for their protection. Yeah, because they fuck up a lot. Yeah, not everybody fucks. I mean... But, but there's it, too many... It's, it's human. Everybody's human. So mistakes can happen statistically if you count hundreds of thousands of these sponges mm-hmm. a year so but that's one of the for things for sure because yeah. i think I you think, were about that i, I think that's really that. that's really good because i've seen stuff and like it can really it can kill people yeah dude it can kill people like that was one of the things that musc the one of the other patients that actually have what i have mm-hmm. um they referred me down there to have the surgery and the last person they worked on they had fucked up with leaving some stuff inside of her. Yeah. And it they killed her. They don't just leave sponges. They sometimes leave metal. They leave yeah. hardware. It nicked her bowels <sighs> and it leaked out and infection killed her. Yeah. So for me, I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. So hearing this is really good to me. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting problem. You know, they have a, uh, um, like a minority of hospitals use a technology to assist with counting sponges or counting things. Most hospitals still use manual count across the whole country. I think that's And horrible. those errors happen all over the country. And part of the last division I was selling for of Striker, I'm at a different division now, but uh, was the whole focus of that was patient safety and awareness. But the problem is the system is very expensive. So uh, it adds cost 
and they do not want to add costs like healthcare. They're trying to minimize costs across everything. But I feel like healthcare is like one of the top things that should be most important. For safety, it should be. Yeah. But it's 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 kind of you know it's sad that those decisions have to get made in the in those terms, and it doesn't happen often. So like statistically, if if it doesn't happen often, like why are we going to increase our cost by this much? Um, but also those events are costly. So like if you have to, if that patient where they had to, they, they messed up, mm-hmm. they're probably not charging for that. You know what I mean? Like they're spending all the money on the surgery, but yeah. they get sued and they also, yeah, they, they did. And they also are not getting any money for that surgery. So the cost of that is like, it's kind of like how helping them understand that could they it's make worth the investment. Could they make, uh, like for what, that you were working on and now this female is working on could they decide well not really necessarily make it cheaper but decide what surgeries for like like that have a bunch of counts it would have to be for all it would have to be for everything well that's how we we pitch it because the uh, counting protocol is it's a protocol so it's the thing you follow every single time so as soon as you start to deviate that's when the errors happen so it's best to update your policy and and i think it's that's like they should have it. Mm-hmm. And even if it's silly, because you still you still do the manual count, even if there's only like five sponges and it's it's a little incision in your knee. Yeah. You know, that thought does happen, though. I mean, I, I've heard healthcare providers say we should just count. We should just use this for the big surgeries. We, yeah. We push back. I mean, obviously, we want to sell more. So we would want it used everywhere. For but all things. From a myth, from a pure methodology perspective, I do think it makes sense to, it to make it used. a universal policy and everybody counts the same way. The same, the tech, the ner- like your best counters and your worst count the exact same way. You eliminate the variability. And I believe in that uh, concept, but. I think that's smart. I've just read. Mayo Clinic uses it. Cleveland Clinic uses it. The best institutions have our system, but, you know, not everybody. Yeah, I'm but trying to get. Now Prisma. Prisma's going to be doing it. That's I, really I think, good. I, I don't want to jinx it. I'm, I'm pretty sure they signed the thing recently. That's really good. I don't know if I should be telling about business. Oh, <laughs> no. We We've said every are, other I think up every thing. yeah every every conversation has some messed up thing and I'm not sure if I'm the only or if I am the first but you were like you said I don't really talk about this stuff on my podcast or whatever once or no I don't know yeah, I haven't I don't talked know, in that level of detail ever of your work correct yeah oh <laughs> I mean but just in general like I I try to touch whatever topics happen to come up like I'm not like that's one thing I try to say with anybody in any conversation like I don't I'm really I'm not like a I'm very open yeah, when it comes yeah. to conversation. That's great. Um, no, so, people love being able to talk about the, themselves. <laughs> well, I mean, not that. It's like I think and a lot you of people. Asking. No, yeah, that's just don't want to. Like, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I like to so, you know, get to know other people too. Conversating. Yeah, it was crazy. Like you weren't at the wedding, but all of your friends were at my wedding. I know. I feel bad. There was something happening. I don't believe you. <laughs> you could have had a great time. I wish I went. Bill officiated it. Yeah. And it was really fucking funny because he goes, you may now exchange vows. And we go, we don't have any. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughed. Yeah. But like we, my husband's very like, he's not really reserved, I would say, but he's just like nervous. So like his personal stuff, um, yeah. we gave our vows to each other before our wedding. Mm-hmm. And when we were getting dressed, we mm-hmm. read them. Mm-hmm. And um, that's beautiful. That's how we did it. And so it was like I felt That's like private. we was, It's more special. Yeah. I mean, I think it was like beautiful. Like, and they also fucked up our songs for me to walk down yeah. the aisle. It was fucking a mess. Uh-huh. We didn't rehearse anything. We were dysfunctional. I'm yeah. dysfunctional. So it yeah. was perfect. 
And um, it was great. Like Callie stepped in at yeah. last minute to be like my bridesmaid. Aww. And then like. This uh, is so great. I'm pissed I missed this. Did yeah. you tape it? Oh, we have some video of Chris Wilson's mom like 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 dancing, like backing it up on Jacob. It's fucking great. Oh, my God. Like, and I think uh, Bill's like humping Jacob at one point. <laughs> it's all like it yeah, was great. It was yeah. funny. It yeah. was really funny. Um, Not planning vows for the when you're at the altar, though. That sounds really cool to me. We didn't plan like, anything. Improvised vows. All of it was like in front of everybody. You're going to have to say what you're really thinking. Yeah. Oh, that'd be more special to me than writing something. We just were like, we don't really have anything. Like, we just wanted normal, basic things. Um, and we we wanted the, what we had to say to each other, like, personal. Mm -hmm. So we could sit and, like, kind of, like, you know. Yeah. Prior to getting there and walking, like, is this person? I already knew before I walked down the aisle, like, this is from our vow exchange mm -hmm. that that's the person yeah. that I was going to marry, you yeah. know. So, I mean, sometimes, like, uh, How you know. How long married now? A year. A year. Wow. Yeah. We've been together eight years and some change now. That's great. And like, I'm not saying like it's always been pretty by any means, but like now, like I look at him, like I just like, you just like, you know, like you wouldn't get rid of your fucking favorite cat, you know, that you picked up. Like yeah. you love it. Yeah. Like I feel like kind of love is like that. For sure. Like you want to die with it. You don't yeah. want to see it die. You want to die with it. Yeah. That sounds so fucking shitty. I don't know why no. I just said that. You don't want it to die. You want to die with it. Yeah. Yeah. You should put that on a on a bumper that, like, sticker. You know. Or on a on some. Uh, uh, you some don't merch. want it. What the fuck did I say? You said, you you know, love. You don't want it to die. You want to die with, with it. it. Yeah. That's <laughs> just like, like they're gonna be really shitty days. Uh, yeah. Put that on some Amelia merch. Yeah. The best giving is laughter. Yeah. And then we uh, a couple of those girls came up with. Uh, uh, badly behaved content and badly behaved women. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So that's another one, a new one. Yeah. That was just off my Off head. the dome. Yeah. I was just like <laughs> thinking about like my like marriage and stuff like that. It's like so funny. Like stupid shit you'll argue over. I'm like, why didn't you dump the ashtray? We don't, he doesn't smoke inside the house. But I'm like, you mm -hmm. didn't dump the ashtray. And he's like, I didn't really think it was like that bad. And I'm like, it wasn't that bad to you. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't, I don't smoke. So like you need to clean it up kind of right, thing. For sure. So men are like, I think like I even read a book like a uh, like something women are from far Mars and Venus yeah, thing yeah. Yeah, yeah and like we're just different mm -hmm. like in how we work for sure so you just kind of have to like compromise absolutely I'm not saying lower your standards you should probably lower your standards all around men and women you think yeah lower standards because like okay you could find someone and like with kids or not kids anything I'm just saying off the top of my head and you actually are able to get on a level of conversation with people, mm -hmm. how you grow as friends and everything like that, mm -hmm. or closer to family members. You could have some girl that like is pretty, but you're not like 100 million percent like attracted to her, right? Yeah. But then you can actually have carrying conversations and communicate and like rationalize shit and like how you see the world and stuff. Yeah. That is like the level like That's where. What you want. Yeah. yeah. When you can sit and have those conversations, looking like a bag of fucking shit. Yeah. That I think that's where it's at. Absolutely, that's what I'm. Yeah, you're like I'm looking for I'm that. Looking for that. You want to come sit on my couch Anybody and look like watching, a <laughs> like like a baggage. We can do a date. Shit. We can do a pod. No, just come over that'd in your sweat. Horrible. Oh, that'd be a horrible idea. No, I wouldn't do a <laughs> podcast. But I'm saying like if you you like authentically have to yeah, be a yourself. Connection. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I'll uh, I look for the hot girl. Yeah, I want the hot girl. Sometimes the hot girls can 
I'm not saying that I was never not not the hot girl. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that I'm the 30 year old mom, soccer mom. Now total I get package. that. No, that's not the total about. That's like sometimes I would say somewhat crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that the person I got with didn't have kids and was younger than me, like that, mm-hmm. I think that's that was not common. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that in any area of your life, wherever it at is like job comedy Mm -hmm. relationship age like give yourself some fucking grace yeah that's such a good message like stop being so fucking hard and ridiculous this might be a good message to end on because that is our note give yourself some grace five minutes till till are you fucking serious yeah we've been talking for almost two hours see i'm kind of smart yeah yeah i love this this was so fun um we got funny and serious and talked about this was a good episode you think so? Yeah. Oh, cool. absolutely. Cool. I think this was fantastic. I'm just kind of sweating. Plus, and I don't girl sweat. episodes always get more views. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. I'm the only mom, though. And mom episodes might get even more. Yeah, maybe. Is all your kids are going to watch? No. <laughs> I'm not going to watch. They're just like, buy me some new fucking shoes kind of thing. Buy me some... Mama needs some new shoes. Rip and dip. I almost like don't even want to stop talking. Like we could keep going, but the we're mic. Like, we is, have a good conversation. We do. Yeah. Good. Com- see. Yeah. There so, we have it. Do you um, want to shout out anything, Amelia? Sharkies Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh shit. It's You're not like, gonna come out by then. I don't think. That's fine. You don't have to. But Sharkies is every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I think Callie's hosting on Valentine's Day. So Sharky's free open mic, eight o'clock mm-hmm. every Tuesday. Yep. And then all I can say to comics that are local is to branch out and hit up as many mics as you can to have some growth. Yeah. Absolutely. Just don't stay like get out. Like, you know, yeah. you don't have to carpool. getting out and making new connections is where it's at. Absolutely. Totally agree. Yep. And your socials will be linked. Mm-hmm. You, you Are you active on all of them? What I, you have Instagram? I have Instagram. I have Facebook. Do you have a YouTube channel? I think I have a new one. Yeah. Okay. But I've only posted like two videos, and then I realized that one video that I posted, I was fucking shit faced in that video. <laughs> I went back and watched. I was like, "You need to stop drinking." Up? Yeah, it's still okay. Up. Find Mila's YouTube channel and watch. I was drunk. Faced. I was drunk. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, I do have a TikTok, but a lot of people find out about it and they're like, "That's fucking gross." <gasps> What's your TikTok? It's not an OnlyFans. It's uh uh millie jean or something like that um also like the i have the went through the hashtag and put my um the best giving give us laughter but it was originally the um blonde honest truth yeah I remember um that my tiktok blew up that i had got rid of like super huge i even actually how I, many followers did you have over ten thousand. oh my gosh at that time I, I shut it down people were getting weird I would wake up with money in my account. That was great. Um, it wasn't an OnlyFans. It was a joke. It no, became I as a joke. No, I don't even doubt that, guys. Yeah, it money. was a joke. It was me being funny, uh-huh. and it turned into whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's so funny. Jamal, he was like, I just couldn't. Yeah. I had to. I couldn't do it anymore. It was yeah. like, that was weird. And that's fine or whatever. But, I mm-hmm. like, for me, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. however long this is running, I'm sorry, David. No, this is great. Is that, like, I'm not, like, hindering who I am. Yeah course like i don't really care like i like fucking like like fuck you if you don't like me i don't really care kind yeah, of thing for sure. like i don't have perceiving how people perceive me as like a lot of people say it's none of my business i don't really care i think you're great i'm great <laughs> all right 
Well, thanks for coming. Let's get to this mic. We're going to go to a mic, and I don't, I got to check my phone. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you next time.